table. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, Radio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. Hello, welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. What's going on? This is Ace of the A and DNA. We're bringing facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. 404-603-8770 is the number to call in and say so. 404-603-8770. We're live on Periscope, live on Twitch. Uh, welcoming your thoughts and comments on those today as well as we uh, to talk about a little bit of Major League Baseball. It's been a little while, but uh, we're going to get into the discussion of the Cleveland baseball team and what we're, they're trying to do. We're trickling down, baby. We, <laughs> asked, we asked these questions months ago. Months. When, when would it get to? When would it start? Leave the NFL and start going over to every other sport. Every other sport, yep. Uh, speaking of along the same lines, your Washington football team. We'll get into that discussion of... Uh, <laughs> he's scared to jinx him, basically, is what he tried so, to but say. But I'm also going to tell you my <laughs> greatest fears have come to fruition. So but I, I'll tell you why. <laughs> we'll you know what we'll I mean? get into that. Uh, NBA is back. Preseason started this past week, and it's going to be a quick turnaround because in two weeks, Christmas Day is officially upon us, and we'll have the NBA season started. And we'll discuss uh, some preseason things that have taken place as well as some Transactions as to where and if Harden will get moved. And college football. Uh, we're going to have a national championship game of some sorts, but who those four teams are had a lot to do with what happened over the weekend. Cincinnati happy. Cincinnati's very if you, happy. If you live in a natty, <laughs> y'all should be happy. Be happy. I don't know about that. One less team for them to, One get, less to, team. to get to four. Yeah, but they got like three more to go and the committee itself. With one less team, one, one less <laughs> obstacle. Instead of four teams in the committee, now it's three teams in the committee. <laughs> so we'll discuss what happens in there. But let's go back to Major League Baseball. So the Cleveland Indians have had that name for 100 years. And now they're dropping the name Indians. And they're going to announce this week a new nickname. Some of the things that have come out of it is the, the Naps. That was a previous team name. The Spiders is one that seems to be growing among the population there in Cleveland or something else. But as you mentioned in the um, intro, we discussed this a few months ago with the, your team, the Washington football team, which changed their would drop their name and they haven't announced a new one yet either. But it was going to be a trickle-down effect. Here in Atlanta, the Braves are still the Braves for now, but now there's a growing swell of they should change that name as well too. So, so people to understand the problem with the problem with these base with, with all of them is how they marketed the mascots. So Correct. The Indians Chief had a problem. They, yeah, they had a problem 30, 40 years ago, but then they kept the 
the image of the 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 tribal leader. Correct. But they had a problem with the mascot. The mascot was, you know, basically offensive. Offensive for a long period of time. So keeping the Indians, but you still by keeping the Indians name, you still holding on to the heritage. But you would think though Indians would be something that wouldn't seem can I offensive be tr- or insensitive. Can I be truthful here? I don't think it is sensitive, but I feel because it's dragging on all the old clean slate. Clean in slate. Other words. Yes. Just, yeah. No. And we'll I, get into other clean slates that need yeah. to happen too this in this segment. But it, it all got to go. If, yeah. If back to if one team got to do it, everybody, everybody. got to do it. And so at every level, even in college. But again, I think the colleges have done what done what they've the, done their what due the diligence for someone. Refuse to do at the college level. They incorporated. Whatever those tribes were, especially on the hockey side, yeah, all those teams in that Big northern 10, Midwest, northern Midwest, the Sioux Falls, mm-hmm. and all of them, they all have Indian tribal names. But I believe they went to those individuals and got their blessing. And got their blessing. So I don't. Maybe the the buck stops at college. This is all professional but teams. The professional teams, those jokers ain't ask nobody for nothing. Because once again, Florida State still has the the Indian, the Seminole come out with but they the have garb, the blessing. The all, that, all that is true with the uh, the spear and throws it down. All that yeah, is they, actual. They have right. the yeah. They yeah. basically, like you said, they have the blessing Blessings, of correct. the tribe there. And it's, and it's not nothing's. Altered. There's no insensitivity to any of it. But it's considered bravery and it's is uphill. Not, the costume is not altered. Right. They, it's authentic. It, it's authentic. Right. <laughs> they probably, I don't know this for a fact, but I would assume the they tribe, went to they probably put, them. Right. They, no, they probably make it themselves and put it on them. Right. And make sure that nothing is altered. It's altered, you know. Right. Well, what do you think of like the, the in certain places, the team names have already changed. Even like before... Before Washington, but like the uh, like St. John's, they were the, the Red, Red Men. Men. Yeah, right. They and now they changed the Storm. Red Storm. Um, so some teams have have changed that. Way. I think the like Marquette used to be the Warriors, but now they've changed to the Golden Eagles. Golden Eagles, right? So like teams, so that but that was you know at least twenty years ago that those changes were made. So what do y'all think of like? teams that are still like holding on to that because name. on money money, money. is is money but on the college level you I'm, I'm supposed to see that embrace of new knowledge and you know when you find out something is wrong it should not be hard, to, look, go hard, hard to go and change it it's hard on the professional level because they got so much tied into the money of yeah. it. now you would think that changing the name would be more jersey sales and more paraphernalia that you could sell. But you talk right. about owners who are hard headed. You're not telling <laughs> you me can't what tell to, them no. What you can't tell do. me no. Yeah. Well, yeah, because uh, Daniel Snyder said he would not change the name until he almost now, lost the stadium. Not ever. Until he well, was, part mean, <laughs> part of that was it was about to be leaked some other stuff behind yeah. the scenes with sending the cheerleaders to do stuff they weren't supposed to do. So a lot more of that stuff was going to come out. So to keep that squelch, let you me had, let you, me put out a good face and say external, I'm not going to do that. You this. had some external pressure. <laughs> right. Now, this with the Indians, with Cleveland Indians, I don't know what the external pressure was other than that something they just waking they up and saying. Right. It just didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. It just didn't feel right. Other than waking up and saying, let's just go ahead and make the change. Maybe they believe a change might be good because they can't win nothing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, that'll be the last time they had a chance I to eat win the or something. I the team down the street on one side drive. Was in, yeah, was <laughs> in what, 96, 97 when they lost back-to-back or Correct. two, two yeah. and three years. They lost to the, uh, to the Cubs, Braves and they lost to Toronto, wasn't it? No, they lost to the Braves 95 oh, and then the Marlins, Marlins in 97. 96, 97, yeah. So I know within a two or three year span, they went twice and lost. So And, and then they, most and recently had, the Cubs. Yeah, but it, yeah, yeah. So maybe they're like, you know what? Get the cur- get the monkey off the back. Now, it, has, it has come out that um, unlike the Washington football team, they're going to keep their name and all of their uniforms, keep all of that until they choose a new name. So they haven't, they were, it was announced they were going to choose a name within a week, but they're, there's not going to be a, they're not going to have a, that new name in a week. So they're going to keep it how it is until they find out, until, until they, they figure out a new name. Yeah. What about the hometown Braves? Listen, Once the Indians do it, I think again, it could be a trickle down. I just don't understand, At in my opinion, hey, go see whoever you need to see. I don't know what the what the what the president of basketball and baseball operations or somebody. And I, and I don't know what um, reservations or what tribes we have here in Georgia or in the southeast or whatever. But go find them. Right. And, and, and come on, figure it out. Come on stage and get somebody Maybe to say. Maybe you could keep the the big drum that they beat. I don't know about the tomahawk chop because that has been continually linked as being been something offensive. offensive yeah. But well, to your point, I think, but I think a lot of that go, it, it hasn't been given their right, blessings. Right. And so I just don't. Could understand. you imagine? Let's like Florida State if they were to go and bring somebody in and get their blessing, get the headdress, do the full thing, and then. Yeah, because the original, because I can tell you right now, the Braves had the same problem with the Indians. Their original logo, ma- le- logo and mascot with the shaved head, yeah. baseball and whatever, that was offensive because that was dictated when you captured someone. You that's what you did to them. Right. You know what I mean? So you degraded them. Is what you so, but they didn't ask. You, you can tell right. if that was the case. You didn't. I mean, I know it's quote unquote a different time, but it's the same principle. Did you ask? No. Somebody was like, this is the logo. We like it. They didn't run it past nobody. It's, it's four or five people on this board. Don't none of them look like you. And we know don't none right. of them look like <laughs> right. look like somebody from a reservation. So fast forward, you've had all this backlash, and you still, at least publicly, haven't gone out and reached over an olive branch. Ingratiate yourself. Hell, I'm getting one in, I'm getting olive branches in the verses, but I can't get an olive branch. <laughs> <laughs> Say if Goo Walk can do it. Exactly. <laughs> I know you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> Especially after he did true. Yeah. <laughs> if I, that can take place, anything is possible. That's, just, that's, that's what I'm under the impression. If you would go and get their blessings, then a lot of this would you, you would not be a problem. But we unfortunately are stubborn. True. I I would hope that because on surface, and I'm just speaking on surface, the word brave should signify something that should be I, upheld and I honored. feel the same way. Like I said, I will be honest here. <laughs> I don't have a problem with Indian. You you, you got, you listen, I'm all on board with the mascots not being appropriate. I'm all on board to right, understand right, 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 how, right. With, like I said, with the Washington football team, I understood how Redskins could be offensive. Mm-hmm. I understand all that. I need help with Indian Braves. Braves. And if it is, can you can we go to the source and have the right. source speak on it and then be fine? Because they even talked about uh my Chicago Blackhawks. I, because I said, it was I, named after something else. 
but again, the logo. logo. So it, it, it seems like Chicago did their due diligence for now for, because every time that comes up, it gets squashed. Yeah. So even looking at NHL, if it continues to come up, then Chicago will have to look at that as well and figure out a way. I'm trying to think who else, anybody else in the... Professional sports, sports more, yeah. more so, like you say, than, than college. But yeah. as far as professional sports, that's it. Um, some people are looking at the Warriors, that Golden State Warriors, that way. But, uh, I mean, the Warriors but, look like that might be a name for the Washington football team. That's still one of the possibilities, you know, possibilities or whatever. But they, so. they'd have to get I, not necessarily just a blessing from Golden State, but more of like, Rights or yeah, yeah sharing I, I, the licensing. Yeah, I think because a, a suggested yeah. name for Cleveland has been the Rockets, not just the Rockers or the yeah. Rocks. Oh, that's right, because the um, Hall of Fame is there. Music right. Hall of Hall Fame. Fame. Yeah. Oh the, yeah, the, the Rockets. There was the so old WNBA team. <laughs> <laughs> the old WNBA team, the Cleveland Rockers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that so they've used the Rockers' name. Uh, and the rocks because of the uh, the song that was the theme for the Drew yeah, Carey you show. Can, you can't say rocks though. Not that's you know fast forward. You know what rocks are in some communities. <laughs> right. Can't use that. <laughs> can't use that. Now, too soon. Too soon. I don't know if there's a significant and problem with stadium, rocks in but Cleveland. Their stadium is in the hood, so now I can't use rocks. <laughs> <laughs> but rockers, I mean, it, it is what I just we seen this nine months ago. <laughs> Y'all got paid people in marketing. Y'all didn't see this trickling down coming? coming? At some point, you so had I, to know. Even though I think with the Washington football team, the Red Tails should be, to me, that you you kill a lot of a lot of birds with that stone because the Red Tails would be a, a homage to the Tuskegee, the Tuskegee Airmen. Airmen. And so, you know, you pay homage to black history. you in a chocolate city. But then, <laughs> yeah. but um, then, and then you get, certain fans will feel alienated. And then you get to keep HTTR. You know what I mean? So you get to keep a hashtag and get to keep, you know. The hashtag, right. So red tails for them. That, that that seems, and then, again, for Cleveland, the one that's been bubbling up right now is Spiders, which there is, but outside of Richmond. It's Richmond, the college. The Richmond college. Spiders, yeah. So and they, uh, they There used to be a Cleveland Spiders yeah, franchise yeah. in the uh Late nineteenth century, the, right? I, I can't. Was Cleveland ever part of the um, American Black uh, uh, Black? Oh, um, the Negro League. Negro League. Did no, they have a? I don't no? think Cleveland had a team. Had a team. In the okay. You, you're saying to reach back, reach and back, and maybe something you, there. You, yeah, that's you know. But I, again, I don't know. I feel the problem with the Indians is because it's still tied to that logo. original logo. And so, Even though after what was it. About five years ago, they just changed basically to the C, yeah. and that was it. They yeah. removed the the logo itself, but I stated clean break, and, mm-hmm. and maybe you have some better fortune moving forward. Which, which <laughs> <laughs> so we look at it. I doubt it, but who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll see at this point. Um, they got to build a church here to get their uh, going back right. So listen, at least we got to build no church, Cleveland. <laughs> two. Might have been a two. <laughs> a double. <laughs> a double-decker church. Double at least we got to build nothing. In some cities, you got to rebuild some things. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, also in baseball mo- uh, news, the Phillies are set to hire um, – 
uh, new GM who was with the Red Sox a couple of years ago when they won the World Series. <sighs> um, even though he got fired after that, uh, he got fired last year. Um, of course, when things went south with Carrera being the, mm -hmm. the head coach and was part of the cheating scandal. Um, will this make a big difference in the Phillies? Um, not next year, but maybe two years from now. Dave Dombrowski is his name. Two years from now, yes. Two years from now. You know, you gotta you gotta do what you got the hand you you dealt with. Now it's not much you really gonna you know inherit. Is you know I don't know how much moves he can make prior to the next season. Then you still got COVID and all that stuff. Right, going on. coming back from but, that. Um, you know you can be competitive and then figure out what holes you need to fill through this season, and if you can fill those holes going into 2022 season, 23, then you'll see whether or not it was. A good GM move, but based on his previous experience in the Red Sox, he won titles. So I would give him the benefit of the doubt. He knows how to come and at least build a a, a title team. Title team in Boston, especially was, after they were they were making playoff runs, but yeah. not to where they were competing with the Yankees. They were almost, with the Yankees yeah, they were almost a dynasty. They were almost a dynasty. Almost, almost a dynasty. I think they need another two seasons, but then the wheels kind of fell off. But they were almost a dynasty. So if he was part of that building. Then, you know, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but I need two seasons before you see any real fruit of what that, he could do. Anything that yeah. comes from that. I, I think that, I think baseball is one of those sports where a GM can come in and make an instant change between a team not being in the playoffs and making the playoffs. I, of course, the Phillies would want to strive for winning the division and World Series titles, but I think that he can come in and immediately make them a a contender based on the current roster that they have. <coughs> I don't know how and much. And after I, that, yeah. I agree, yeah. two or three more years, and then you can see and maybe World Series potential. I mean, if he has the assets, he can go out there and get a pitcher right now, you know what I mean, or get an extra bat right now. You know, that, like I said, puts them into division contention, but at least maybe playing for a wild card. The key then, thing is, so. like, they that two- or three-year period, I think he may be expected to put a team together that will contend around Bryce Harper. Correct. That's, that's what, Yeah, that's why I so, said a bat right now because you got to protect him. I don't yeah, think, protect I don't him think, in the lineup. I don't think he's protected right now in the lineup. But then also, I feel like they lost some pitches over the last couple of years. The only, they only got the one horse. Um, Salzburg? No. Salzburg's in Washington. That's what he's um, watching. Right, right, right. Uh, um, damn, what's his name? That guy, I don't. <laughs> I, I I know they, they don't I have Cole Hamels anymore. Cole, no, but yeah, no, he's gone. Hamels went to uh, Houston, Houston. Um, yeah. but he was Hamels was the number two guy. The um, oh, what is his name? Thirty four. I want to say number was thirty four. Holiday was a, a, a holiday. Holiday's holiday. gone too. Holiday. Not holiday. Holiday passed. I know, but I like that. He wore thirty four. I, you might be going back a little far. Too far. Too so far. So maybe yeah. it was Hamels then. But I thought I thought Hamels was their number two guy a couple years ago, and then there was a guy before him. If it was, I'm thinking Holly, I went back. Well, too the far. guy, I guess they're they're number one pitcher right now because um, I believe the owner came out and said he won't trade him for anything. Is Zach Wheeler? Uh, they also have Aaron Nola um, is looked at as their number one starter. Then I'm going, yeah, I'm going back too going far, back too, too far. far with Holiday. So the last known real guy that you might have a little Hamill bit of fear was, was Hamels. Yeah, yeah, Holiday. Uh, Jake Arietta was there. Arietta. 
So that was their pitching and I think staff. Arietta wound up going to Chicago, didn't he? Mm -hmm. So, no, they have nobody. So he needs so to go find a pitcher now. <laughs> or they don't have anybody with experience. You know what I mean? They Even Cliff Lee is gone. Yeah. So, so yeah. Th so they got to go out. He got to find a pitcher, and then he got to find somebody to protect. Um, to protect Harper. Harper, Harper. in the lineup. Yeah. And I said and McCutcheon was kind of decent, but he got hurt. He last got hurt. Year. He he was hurt. So you know, and Hutchins is getting a little bit long in the tooth. Yeah. So um, so yeah. So I don't think this year is going to be the year that it gets done. That gets done, but he can feel out what he has in the roster, be able to make some moves, maybe get some teams to give him some assets back, and they you know someone. Let's say the Braves who are going to make a run needs that one guy. So maybe you go and get somebody out of their bullpen or whatever, and you give some things, you give some some double-A and triple-A guys down the down the down road, road, and that's a deal in two to three years. You'd be like, oh, man, he made that deal right, right during the COVID season, and this is all coming to fruition. Speaking of which, the Gwinnett stri uh, Stripes up, um, up, up 85 North uh, in the Atlanta area, their uh, minor league team is set to continue to be the Braves – uh, um, minor, league minor league team going forward this year because there was a lot of because of COVID you had a as I call it last week and um, appreciate uh, Sorensen for calling in you have single A, double A and triple A and it's basically getting reduced down to basically one um, minor league franchise for each of the major leagues so Gwinnett is going to be that not sure what uh, what's, Rome is Rome Braves are Double A, double A, yeah. It's now back to the uh, the Gwinnett Stripers, which is a fish. <laughs> uh, their logo, they got. I mean, they got a nice. It's a nice mm -hmm. uh, forty minutes. Rome Braves is single A. Rome, you know, forty minute drive. But Gwinnett, yeah. Depending on where you at in town, but just say from downtown to 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 the state, it's about a forty minute drive. Throw traffic in there, a little bit under an hour. Um, but it's a nice stadium. Yeah. So you know, open, open field. Yeah. So congratulations to them for, for hanging around. So we'll see how that affects, as you mentioned, the leagues and how they... They have the... Um, yeah, Rome Braves are single A. The Mississippi Braves are double Mississippi. A. And they're class A right now. Uh, I guess that's where my hometown team is. The Augusta Green Jackets are with the Braves now. But that may get cut. They may end up yeah. being an independent team. So I think each team is going to have... A, double A, triple A, and that's it. I thought they were just getting it down to one. But it would be some teams have more than one double oh, A, double or a. Class I see A team. Right, right, right. So it it's one it's gonna be you have three farm teams, and that's it. And that's it. Uh speaking of GMs, here in Atlanta, the Falcons and Arthur Blank seems um seems like he's going forward with trying to Make sure that the Rooney Rule is in place. Uh, one of the lead candidates for the GM job is Riddick, who Lewis Riddick, who's a part of uh, yes. ESPN, um, former uh, NFL executive. He's one of the one of the lead candidates, and it was someone else that was black that was also interviewed. So it seems like Arthur Blank is doing more than just lip service. Lip service of saying I brought somebody in. But actually, getting candidates that are qualified to do the job and could potentially be hired, and thus can, if even if they're not picked for the Atlanta Falcons job, 
maybe another job. Yeah. I will say this the about other guy. Oh, no, go ahead, okay. the other guy, the other black candidate, maybe thinking of is Terry Fontenot. Thank you. Who's the assistant GM for the Saints? Yeah. So here's the problem, and this is why I'm interested whether the person is black or not. Well, I'm interested in who Arthur Blank hides as GM. I believe for the last 10 years, 15 years, the people he has around him haven't really been acute in knowing football, in my opinion. At the GM position? At the GM position. So Dimitrov wasn't... I said acute. <laughs> Was, you know Dimitrov mean? been around for a while. They used to have 12 years. Yeah, huh? yeah. But that still don't mean... Years. Yeah. But in this inner circle, who's the other guy that's the, part of the... Rich McKay, team president. What has uh, he won? <laughs> I'm just... I mean, for me, what has he won? Uh, that was he the GM for that um that Bucks team that won the Super Bowl? And it comes to find out, the guy that was pulling all the strings was now doing NBC uh commentary, Coach uh, Dungy. Yes, <laughs> you, you you get what I'm saying? Now, according to I wanted to show real quick that according to the Atlanta Falcons website, there are six candidates, and they're all black. Yeah. Uh, Rick Smith, who was the president or vice president for the Texans, uh, Champ Kelly. I don't want him because he he he. I don't want him. Anybody that that stood around and let that atrocity go down in the Texans. Oh, with let, um, let, uh, with Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. No, they they had fired him. They had fired Rick Smith. Oh, I said, you know what they, they did. They did actually. You're right. You're right. And he was doing. Do, he was doing, doing double. Duty. But they his, they, his, they had his, fired him his, before that trade was made. Yeah, like, yeah. He had nothing to do. No, no, with no. Ryan. Not talking about the trade of Hopkins. Hopkins. I know he wasn't there for then, but actually he was good. He got fired. His wife got sick, and then he he kind of fell off. Everything happened for Bill was timing. Their GM got sick. That Rich Smith, his wife got sick. Mm. He was kind of not at the team, and then he just they faded him out. But a couple of deals that he did make, Bill O'Ryan winded up overdoing in his tenure. Which so you no, know that might be a good pick. He had that roster kind of, kind of right. Right. Had, uh, there's also Champ Kelly, who's the assistant director of player personnel for the Bears, and he. You know anything is, about him? He's also worked with yeah. the Broncos as a as a scout. Okay. He's decent as a scout, like. Looking at even at the Bears and how they're currently assembled outside of the, the quarterback. quarterback going up for that, everything else is in place. place. Okay. All right. Uh, Brad Holmes, uh, who is the director of scouting for the Rams currently, and he has spent his entire career with the Rams in some capacity. Okay. I don't know. That's not, not, That's not a like problem. The last five years with them, they, decent. they're decent. You know, they're and the last one I have is Reggie McKenzie, who uh, – The Raiders? GM, former GM no, for the Raiders. I definitely don't want him. <laughs> he is currently a senior personnel executive for the Dolphins. I was the only people that oh, have, for the Dolphins who but, they're having a good year. But the only people that seem to always were hire him over and over again were the Raiders. They would hire him in Oakland, then they would go to Los Angeles. They would hire him not there. In, they, they, not they, in Vegas. Not, he, if he's been a GM, he's been a GM three times with the Oakland Raiders. With the Raiders, wherever city they've been. Yeah, in. but Rich McKay did have a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. Okay, he was there for nine years from '94 to '03 before he came to the Falcons. I, McKenzie did draft uh, Derek Carr and Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper. Which wind up? He didn't. He didn't trade any he didn't of them. Trade over no, that was all Gruden. <laughs> Gruden <laughs> tore that down. So I mean, they're not bad choices. I actually probably would think about the Texans. My 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 um my hesitant with uh, Lewis is he doesn't have any experience. 
Well, he was he's he was an NFL executive, so he was okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so I, I didn't know that. I didn't I didn't know that. So. so yeah, he he does have that experience, and just based on his insight and everything that while he's been on, oh, he seems sharp. He seems sharp. He seems right. sharp. Now, what, again, you want a GM like anybody? You want them to be able to recognize talent. So I would say with Rich McKay and the and the and the the brass here in Atlanta. Uh, I mean, they've done more hit, more misses than they've done hits. hits. Yeah. And so, you know. They're batting about 199 right now. Yeah, yeah. They're always, they always leaving somebody <laughs> they, in scoring position. They, they, <laughs> they, they need to be up to 300. And, they need and, to be I mean, up to at least For me, I'm going back to right after the Super Bowl in 2016. How don't you not pay that inner that inner line, keep pole, keep them boys, keep that together, realizing that. Well, maybe that was, that was more so on uh, Dimitrioff, though. Well, I mean, again, yeah. Well, but but McKay's so, but McKay's been there so know, long. If you've been there so long, he's been there. He's been there. If, you, he if, has final say. Is yeah, if Demetrius been there twelve years. McKay's been there seventeen. So you trying to tell me he? They all signed off on it. Yeah. Well, I, it, it's good, like I say, to see Arthur Blank not just do this for face value, but yeah. to actually go out and put forth the effort to find someone and, and, and that's like, black. That rundown that Greg went through just now, all of them, you sit back and look at the last five to seven years of each team they've been at, you can actually start seeing the fruit now, especially with the Rams and the Dolphins. Yeah. You know, to go from the Rams basically being a... Uh, they were out of it. Yeah. They were afterthought. Afterthought to now in the last three to four seasons to be a playoff contender every year. Right. And then to look at Miami... Total rebuild, right? And actually, we might have to start because that coach is from the the, the Patriots lineage. Mm-hmm. So now they got two coaches that are actually doing <laughs> something. Vrabel in Tennessee, and now uh, what's the Flores in uh, in Miami, Miami are from that you know Patriot that tree. tree that are actually producing some fruit. So we you know might have to stop saying you know. Belichick, yeah, yeah, it's rotten. It's still a low percentage. <laughs> oh no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's still it low. Is, low it, right. is, it is, it is, but it, it ain't is. bottom of the barrel though. Like it was two years. Like <laughs> so, it's starting to sprout. It's some little sproutlings yeah, yeah, starting so, to come. That's all. So, so, so we'll see. So, I mean, at least everybody on there, you can see some recent fruitage of their labor as being a GM. Again, I didn't know about Riddick have being an NFL exec mm-hmm. prior to his, you know, stint with ESPN. But I like Riddick. As far as his insight and being able to kind of understand and break guys down, right? You know, immediately, which helps. And then you understand what he's talking about. You know what I mean? So he can obviously uh, articulate over to anybody what you're trying to right. accomplish, accomplish. If I decide to put a team together, right? This is what I'm looking for. This is what I see. Yeah. This is why I chose this particular mm-hmm. player as opposed to yeah. this one. But the hardest thing any GM going to come into is they're going to they're going to have to make a decision that's not going to be a PR. Happy decision. It is needs to be do, somebody what do you totally do? objective, though. What do you do in. with Matt Ryan? Well, they missed their boat on that. Let's just be honest. You and missed the you, boat on Julio and, and Matt. Matt. And so, but what do you do with them, though? I still think you get something out of Julio. I think you might. I think I think you get something He's out of both. He's played five games this year. But I still think you can get something out of both of them. You won't get as much as you probably you would have got. But it, again, it has to be San Francisco once again with Shanahan teaming up with Matt Ryan yeah. again. It had that. It has to be a perfect fit yeah, to get think, something back of comparable benefit. And for I think the Julio, Julio can wind up in New England. 
because they're going to need a wide receiver, and you may not be able to draft one this year. I mean, they're going to be in the draft, but I don't know where they're going to wind right, up. They're going to probably wind up in the middle of the round because they're going to wind up either just missing the playoffs or being a wild card. And so that's going to have you 15th pick or below in the first round. So I don't know. And you're not going to spend a first round on a wide receiver. Correct. So you may have to you know, go into your coffins and, and, and get, right. you a, get you a veteran, So which they've done in the past. But I, I would even say it would be a um, uh, a team like San Diego, with you got Herbert and who is he throwing it to? So bringing a wide receiver that can Kenyon Allen, huh? yeah, they got they got they got number one. They don't have Williams. A, they don't have a yeah. They got, they got a couple like, of guys. Out there. I mean, he he gets I'll hurt give a lot. Williams gets hurt a lot. But I will say this about Julio: if you're gonna trade me at 30 years old, I I, I, need, I, I need to. That's one way. But I need to. But I need to go somewhere where I know I'm gonna definitely be in the playoffs, and I'm definitely gonna have a shot at winning a, a chip. I don't know. if San Diego checks off both of those boxes. Do you think that Atlanta San Francisco will, is first and foremost? Uh. I, I, I you, know, you, both you notice that teams would do this if they're being petty is trade him within the division. Do you think they would do ever do that? No. no. You're not going to send him to New Orleans. No. He wouldn't even fit there anyway. They already got too many bodies. Like, where are you going to put yeah. him at? Where, and I don't think. He's not going to Carolina. Well. <laughs> they could send him to Carolina. Carolina. They, could. they could send him to Carolina. But he's not going to Tampa if they're Bay. being petty. petty. Yeah. And, right. he would, and, and, and the time frame for what's going on in Tampa Bay, he's no, not going to no. fit there either. But I have Carolina. Carolina. Mm. Him and Teddy Bridgewater it just, for you know, two years. Yeah. I, I think his best landing spot, again, it checks one box off, is New England. And then for the Falcons, you get him away and you may not see him. You know what I mean? You don't see him until Super Bowl or if that were to happen. Depending on how the schedule is, yeah. Right. You, you, you don't see him. So, um, But, I, you know, if he wants playing time and – a chance to be to the playoffs. Now, I don't think New England will well, be. I, why wouldn't you package both of them to San Francisco? They could use both. Yeah, I, listen, I don't have no problem. I, I, I am, because I am. right now the Falcons are strapped because of um, because of paying Julio his money. They deferred basically Matt Ryan's contract and back into that. So now you're strapped on the mm-hmm. offense. Everything is going to have to be defensive side of the ball. Yeah. But I basically look at Matt Ryan as um, James Harden. Great player, even though he – Bumbled up uh, this past weekend and throwing the interception and everything. Great player, but you just can't win with him in this type offense. Not when, not when the game has become where offensive linemen are going down left and right. You gotta have someone who I'm can get out of the way. Ain't gotta be no yeah. Kyler Murray yeah, yeah. or we ain't Lamar Jackson. I'm not, yeah, not yeah. asking for that. But I don't need somebody that sleuths for it either. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. You gotta yeah. have somebody that can at least. It's, escape the rush, mm-hmm. extend the play. Because let's not forget, it's not like Patrick Mahomes is a great running quarterback. He just can get out of harm's yeah, way. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but he runs, when he, he runs when he has when to. He has when he to, does right. run, he is, he is swift to feet. Even Josh Allen. Yeah, swift to feet. Swift, right. But that, come, that comes when you're still 23 years you're old. Right, that too. 20, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, 23, that too. 24. But I, I, I just don't think that he fits that kind of offense here in Atlanta anymore. So I think – Again, go to San Francisco, both of them, and then that could extend both of their both of their careers. Yeah, um, I, I I agree with you. Like I said, I it works. We know San Fran's gonna be looking for a quarterback because Jimmy G ain't it. He and he can't and he can't stay upright. Right. So 
perfect time right now to go ahead and you already seen what you got going on with the backup with what's his name um nunez uh, at san fran yeah is it nunez Nunes? mullins mullins mullins, mullins. He's number four. He's garbage. Nick Mullins. Yeah. <laughs> I, I should not remember his name anyway. Um, but, you know, you already know he's not even a servable backup, right? right? So they're in quarterback mode. They still got defense. You got to you gotta figure you knock the injury bug is going to be gone next season because they've been ravaged up and down on both sides when it comes to the, in, the injury right. bug. So, yeah, you need – a, a, a quarterback and Matt Ryan, to his credit, stays upright. He stays upright. He don't he don't get hurt. Right. And then he already knows that system. Yeah. And I, the money wise, seems like to me the money wise might be an even wash if San Fran wants to take that off and release and release Jimmy G. Yeah. Let so, him go back to New England. Well, just let him go. Period. I don't care where you go. Either one. <laughs> uh, we're gonna take a quick break. We got more. We come back. This is DNA Sports Talk, eleven hundred AM. Be right back. Hello, this is DNA Sports Talk. This is Donna D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Make sure you follow DNA Sports Talk on Twitter. DNA Sports Talk on Instagram. DNA Sports Talk on Facebook. DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Our website. www.dnasportstalk.com. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. Mike Capel here, serial entrepreneur with words from another happy payroll customer. I'm so impressed with how this software works and how easy it is to get into everything to see the breakdown. You've definitely made my job easier. Visit us at PatriotSoftware.com. Use promo code RADIO and get two months of payroll free. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. And now, back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. We bring the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. 404-603-8770. number is to call in. 404-603-8770. Live on Twitch. Live on Periscope. And right now with us on the phone is Mr. Mike Lenore. How you feeling, sir? How you doing? I'm doing good. Good, right, good. Right. Now, you declared for the NBA draft, and unfortunately it didn't kind of go the way you planned. Um, but what were your thoughts immediately after that? Um, my thoughts after the draft was, you know, uh, 
everything happened for a reason. Uh, I always do my journey would be different as it, you know, I'm still on my journey as we're talking. So I just figured, um, you know, shout out to those dudes who did get drafted. Maybe it just wasn't time for me to go yet. And I just got to keep following my own path. But my immediate thought was, you know, let's just go to the gym the next day so I can get something off my mind. And, you know, we're just going to keep working. You know, it, it's a difficult time for all of us because of the pandemic. Did you feel that you got more interviews because of the pandemic since you were able to do things virtually? Um, I, I would say, yeah, yeah. I would think the pandemic helped me in a way. I think I, I did get end up getting more interviews because of the pandemic. Because you know, virt- like you said, we had to do everything virtual, so I couldn't really see anyone in person. So I would say, yeah, right. Of course, the the opposite side of that is it's hard to actually work out so somebody can actually see, you know, what you're able to bring to the table as a point guard. But um, as a point guard, who do you like to watch or patting yourself after? Um, the first person I ever watched point guard-wise was uh, Isaiah Thomas from the Bad Boy Pistons. Uh, I love Isaiah Thomas. He's one of my favorites. Um, I'm from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, so... At the time, Chris Paul was playing for the, uh, the New Orleans Hornets. I watched him a lot, and um, as I started getting a little athletic and more, start my body start growing into my body. I started watching Derrick Rose because how fast he is and athletic with the ball. So those are three guards that I watched almost, you know, every day. You can't go wrong with uh, any of those choices. None of those right three. <laughs> uh, so you, all you, MVPs, right. one of the Hall of Famers, Fame. and two of them were. Paul will be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he'll and be a first, first battle be, Hall of Famer. See what happens with Rose. With Derrick Rose, right. Uh, uh, so do you pattern yourself as more of a pass-first point guard? Um, I would say I pattern myself as a, a, a take-what-you-give-me type of point guard. Like I, I, I bring to the table whatever my team needs me to bring. So going in, if I need to just have – Six or eight points and 15 assists or two points and 10, 15 assists, I'm fine with that as long as we win. Or if I need to come in and get 20 points and five assists or 30 points and five assists, as long as my team wins, that's all I'm about. So I just feel like I take what you give me, but I also I love getting my teammates involved. So you could say I'm a pass-first point guard, but I feel like um, I'm just a, you know, take whatever we need, whatever it takes. Okay, that's good. And the reason why I brought that up is everybody's making such a big deal about um, uh, Melo's first game and how he had zero points, but he had ten rebounds and four assists. So it's uh, sweet assist. What? What? Right? It's like you to your point. What does the team need me to do? You know, do I need to score this time or do I need to pass? Go ahead. Exactly. No, like what you were saying. uh, I feel like basketball. um, there's a game that's, you know, that's not planned. It's all all off of reactions and, you know, reading the game, however it may plan out or however it may play out. So I feel like going into games, um, you know, pretty much those four or five minutes of a, of the game of the first quarter, then you will kind of know, like, how the game will play out, what you need to do from then on out. You'll know if your shot off is on, your team needs you to score, or they need you to – or you know who the hot man is. I just figure, you know – you just read the game, and then you just go off of that. So I just feel like that's how basketball is. You can't really plan for it. Gotcha. Now, did you get a chance to talk with any of the NBA teams to possibly get into, like, their G League or anything? Uh, yeah. My coach and um, his wife, 
I mean, yeah, my coach and his wife do a tremendous job of uh, getting in touch with teams. They get in touch with us. And also for some G League workouts, too. So I had those coming up. But, um, yeah, we had Texas Legends, the Dallas Mavericks, 76ers, the Clippers, um, Utah Jazz, Milwaukee. So we had uh, a good amount of teams. Okay. That's real good. Um, of those teams, which would you like? Of course, anybody wants any opportunity, but which one do you feel would be a good fit for you? Um, I, I feel like um, – Really, I'm, I'm open to all teams. I just feel like whatever team that needs a you know a hard nosed point guard that's doing whatever it takes to win, or I can be that that asset to a team that you can plug me in and I can just help out immediately. So I figure just whatever team, I'm, I'm not picky or choosy. So I, I'm just <laughs> I'll be grateful to be in whatever position somebody puts me in. Me personally, I would think Milwaukee. I understand they got Drew Holiday right now, but. Drew's been around for a while. It's time to infuse some I'm young just, legs into I'm with him. Just get in, baby. No, I know. I, I know. Yeah, just I get in. Just get in. Don't, don't, let him, don't let him set you up, man. You, you want to get in. Just get in. You good. You good with any team. That's, that's, that's the right answer. The right answer. <laughs> now, right now, you're playing with the Louisville Yellow Jackets. How's that going? Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's going well. It's called – now we changed our name. It's called the Louisville Leopards. So. Okay, Leopards. Um, yeah, it's going it's going really well. Um, great organization, great team, great teammates, and um, they're also a part of the TBL, which is, uh, the third professional league in the U.S. So it's just a great organization, a great program that I'm in, and I like it. I really do. Okay, excellent. How many? Um, because of the way the season is started, how many games are you going to play this year, roughly? Uh, it it'll all depends because we don't know yet. First, um, the the TBL season starts in February, and the G League is supposed to start at the end of January. So we'll just see how that goes. Because if I get in G League, then I'm gone. But if I don't, <laughs> then you know we'll just see what happens from then on out. How are they handling the the COVID? Uh, as far as like testing, and are they going to try and do a bubble of sorts or anything? Um, I think they are going to try to do a bubble. What's, okay. what's um, the G League, yeah, yeah. The D League are trying to do a bubble, and they're only trying to do it with fifteen teams. So they're going, and it's going to be in Atlanta where y'all at. So okay, um, so yeah, it's going to try to do like fifteen teams in the bubble. So I guess that's how that season is going to do it. But it's been a lot of question if they are going to do it. But you know, we just have to see. You know how the NBA is, so we just got to. <laughs> Whenever they put a date on it or whenever they make it official, then we'll just go off of that. Right. Because even uh, you brought up the NBA, they've only released half of the schedule because they're not sure how this thing is going to play out. Not sure, you know, as you get the upticks in certain cities right. and things of that nature. So, yeah, it gives them leeway, which is good which for is them. For it, them, know. right. And <laughs> what we had 48 cases of people testing positive in the NBA. 40 and then I had a new eight I want to say last week so all of this is going to be a, a fluid situation as to to how things go uh what's one of the things that you worked on um since the draft that's been a focus of yours one of the things I worked on during the draft was uh being a great a great defensive on great on ball defensive player and a great catch and shoot player I know in the league um the way it is, the way it's played now, you have to be able to shoot the ball, especially catch and shoot. So it's like 
I, I worked on that a lot, which I can shoot, but I'm more of an off-the-dribble type of player, off-the-bounce type of player. But uh, I worked on catching and shooting a lot, uh, building my body, getting more stronger, and um, just try to improve my IQ. So I think those things that I worked on the most. Excellent. You know, it, it, that's another thing that was tough, too, is it was hard to be able to, for some of them, to work out so, yeah, because of... to go of, to an actual uh, facility because they right. were closed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but leading up to the draft process, how was that to for people who don't know? Um, I would say this year it was it was okay, but then again, like you said, you couldn't get in some of those workouts, or you know, no, it wasn't any summer league or anything like that. So um, it wasn't difficult for me because here in Texas, I mean, it's not really shut down like how people say it is. Texas is kind of out in the open, so I mean, they really don't care here. As long as you wear a mask, you'll be alright. That's how they look at it. Well, you'll you'll but, be fine here in Atlanta too then. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but, um, my team and uh, my coach, we, we worked out. We uh, it was we had some gyms that was uh, accessible, so I figured we go to, we went to those gyms, we worked out, we did uh, what we were supposed to do, but the whole draft process, it was, it was kind of shaky because you didn't know where the draft. They moved the draft back like two or three times, so you didn't know what to do and when to do it. So it was all it was all uh, planned by planned by time and hand. So that's how that's how it kind of was for me. But I didn't have an issue with it because I knew what was going on. But I, it was it was difficult for a lot of people, especially staying where they stayed. Because like even now in California, California shut down. Like they heard, I heard they don't complete lockdown. So I mean. Some states were on complete lockdown, and you know how they go. So it was cool, though. I mean, I really didn't have a problem with it. It was, it was okay. So you were very fortunate to be in a place where you could go out and be able to improve on your skills and everything. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, describe a normal workout for us. Um, a normal workout for me. Uh, I get up first. I gotta give me some breakfast. Uh, stretch after I stretch. Uh, head to the gym, gym, stretch again, run around, get warm a little bit. Uh, first, we'll do like a lot of things with a re resistance bands, like not, not weights, but free weight. We'll do a lot of resistance workout with my legs, get my legs, my hips strong. Um, I wear these resistance bands around my waist even when I am working out, like doing things with the basketball. So we do a lot of resistance. And then after that, we get up a lot of shots. Like my coach, he doesn't really put any limits on shots, so... We just get up a lot and make as many as we can. So that's what he just want to build me getting in the rhythm of seeing the ball go through the net. So when I shoot, it just be like second nature. I don't have no no thoughts about it going in and out. So um, do a lot of shooting, work on a lot of ball handling, uh, a lot of pick and roll, a lot of game situational type things, reading the defense. Um, after that, we'll go to the weight room, hit the weights, work on my legs, work on my upper body. And then after that, we just go to um, we'll go to cryo now. Give me some cryotherapy, uh, get recovery on my legs and my body. So that's pretty much a, a regular day of working out for me. Now, the reason why I wanted people to appreciate what <laughs> you all go through on a daily basis. And it also puts in perspective how I'll take this to LeBron for a second, spends a million dollars on his body, you know, because right. you have to do this day in and day out. As well as like yes, the nutrition part of it. I, I got a question. How was that first time going into that uh, that cryo there? The, was it the cryo into that cryo into that silver 
Chamber. Chamber. Like, like how did you feel like Captain America when you went? <laughs> like, what's that experience for the first time? Have y'all done it before? No, no that's I why I'm asking. <laughs> Man, hey, I'm gonna just put it like this: that's that's something you can only experience like in person. Like people say it's cold. People say it's cold. Oh, it's not cold. Or oh, it's a little. When you get in there, it is freezing. Like it's so it's so cold, and it'll get depending on which one you get in. Like the one we go to, um, it gets like to negative two twenty six. Like. It's freezing, but you stand there for like two to three minutes, and the guy that does it for us, uh, shout out to Bobby, he tried to talk to us, talk to us the whole way through it, so we don't just think about freezing our butts off. So, but <laughs> okay, it's, it's cold, but it's worth it though. When you get out, I mean, if you get out and drink a lot of water, I'm talking about you had a best sleep, your body feel ten times better, and you'll just you'll just be ready to move or do whatever. So. It's great and it's, it's really worth it. Also, the, the Norma Tech and everything else that that comes with it, so okay. it's really good. Better than an ice bath? You said no ice bath. I, I said, is it better than the ice bath? Oh yes, 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 and yeah. and it works way quicker. So it's like two, three minutes. You get in there, you freeze them two or three minutes. When you get out. Probably ain't gonna feel your body for like the first fifteen seconds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you put your see. I get in there with just either my tights on or my boxes. So and you gotta wear socks too, or you know you might get frostbite or something. Okay. So you wear you wear gloves, socks, um, something on your bottoms, and um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And um, once I get out, put on all my clothes, and I warm up for like fifteen twenty seconds. It felt like I ain't even have practice today, or I ain't work out. That's why I, I, I need something for these knees. You need something, you need something for, <laughs> for your my, foot. My ankle, yeah. <laughs> uh, you might have talked us into <laughs> it now. All right. <laughs> um, Got to go live. Right. <laughs> yeah, when we we gonna put Ace in the chamber, Not so we are gonna call you and have you go live with him when he go in the chamber. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back to your your workout. Um, what do you normally eat? What's your nutrition like? Well, when I when I get up, uh, I try to eat some eggs. I know I, I eat a lot of eggs and I eat a lot of toast. I know that yeast it'll it'll help me gain weight, and that was one of the main focus when I first entered the draft. Is you know gain weight, get to a certain size. So I eat eggs. Um, I eat a lot of a lot of bread. Those are my two favorite like eggs. I make an egg sandwich at any time of the day. So. <laughs> I like eggs and bread for sure, but for break, uh, for breakfast, uh, like some pancakes and stuff like that too, some orange or apple juice or water for the most part. My uh, my coach's wife, she she always want me drinking water. If I don't got my jug with me or a bottle of water, I'm in trouble. So I got to <laughs> drink some water. But um, and eating wise, like for lunch, I like uh, I like a lot of rice. So I know that rice that'll help me gain weight too. That starch, I eat like rice and chicken. But one of my favorites since I've been eating healthy. Healthy, healthy. I always eat healthy, but one of my favorites now for dinner, I like eating a lot of baked fish. Like, baked fish is really good to me. So, I've been eating um, some baked fish, rice, potatoes. Uh, I just got on to, a, uh, what is it called? Squash. I just mm-hmm. started eating squash, so that's kind of good. I didn't even know it was squash at first. I thought it was just like potatoes until my, my stepmom told me. So, <laughs> the way she made it, I was like, dang, these potatoes good. She was like, <laughs> squash. I'm like, 
some new faces in the league. You know, the NBA last year, you kind of knew, but uh, especially coming, I watched the the net. I watched the Nets last night. I'm, I think they're gonna be big in the East. Okay. I think I, I think they're gonna be big in the East. I think they're gonna give a lot of people a run for their money. They're a young team, and if they mesh quickly, then they'll be really good. But um, I'm looking for some some new names to you know make a name for themselves. I like Luka Doncic down here in Dallas. He can really play. Uh, I hope he do his thing with Dallas this year. They got him favored. Um, as a, they got Luka already favored as an MVP. Yeah. Uh, I like Ja Morant. Mm-hmm. I hope he do it. Go. Down there, y'all boys try young too. I just want yep. everybody to make some noise, like especially that's young. So it's it's gonna be that that next wave coming in. So I'm just ready for them dudes to pop. All right, I, I got to get one more question. Who would you like to go up against in the NBA at the guard position? At the guard position, yeah. Uh, I want to I want to go against all the guards. I want to I want Steph, Kyrie, Trey, Trey Young, uh. Dang, my teammates try to tell me I play like Dang. Okay, okay. I want to play Dang just to actually like see how far he shoots with somebody on his hip. That's tough, so <laughs> I gotta play against him regardless. But um, I think I, I want to play against all the guys. Patrick Beverly too. Everybody <laughs> think he's good at playing defense. I kill. <laughs> there we go. Nah, that's that's right. <laughs> you hear that, Scouts? I, I, I want to play against everybody, though. Yeah. I want to play against Chris Paul, too, just to see, like, yeah. in person, how he picked the game apart. Mm. And then again, he's going to be playing against me, so I really want to see if he's going to pick the game apart. So, All right. I just want to Hey, man, we, we can't thank you enough for calling, Mike. Wish you the best. Hope to see you in the league real soon. Let everybody know how they can reach you, either social media, email, whatever you like for them to be able to reach out to you. Yeah, um, I thank y'all and appreciate, appreciate y'all, too, for having me. But um, my social media standpoint, y'all can go follow me on Instagram at King Mike with a V instead of an I, K-V-N-G dot M-I-I-K-E, Mike with two I's. And on Twitter, Y'all can go follow me at the same thing except for the dot. K-V-N-G-M-I-I-K-E. So those are my Twitter and Instagram handles. That's how y'all can keep in touch with me. All right. Once again, wish you the best. And hopefully we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks, man. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm going to get American Dinner tomorrow. (laughs) You do that. Let us know how it is, man. Not a problem. Have a good one, man. All right. Thank you. All right. Once again, Mike Lenore. Trying to make it to the league. Uh, unfortunately, didn't get drafted. But well, everybody the, has playing with the uh, the leopards. The leopards, yes, Louisville leopards. Louisville Hopefully, leopards, gets yeah. that G League and on into the league. Yeah. Um, we're gonna take a quick break. We got when we come back, we have more basketball to discuss. This is DNA Sports Talk. It's eleven hundred a.m. We'll be right back. You are tuned into WWE AM eleven hundred. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. Hello, this is DNA Sports Talk. This is Donna Dean DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Make sure you follow DNA Sports Talk on Twitter. DNA Sports Talk on Instagram. DNA Sports Talk on Facebook. DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Our website. www.dnasportstalk.com. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. 
Cicero Murphy. Hailing from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. Your vote, your voice. Have an opinion on taxes, foreign affairs, education? Okay then, do something about it. This election day, let your voice be heard and vote. Casting your ballot is your greatest opportunity to actually make a difference in your community and country. So, put your ballot where your mouth is. Get out and vote. A message from the Beasley Best Community of Caring and this station. Visit our website and click on Your Vote, Your Voice for local voter information. to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Asa the A and DNA. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. 404-603-8770 is the number to call in. All this talk about food that got my stomach grumbling over here. I need some lemon pepper wet. Over, over here sounding like Rudy Giuliani. I know, right? <laughs> I, I don't want to be the girl that was sitting next to him. <laughs> I didn't fart. It's just a stomach rumbling, y'all. These lemon pepper wets. I might have to stop at American hey, Dillon on the way home gotta after call, this. Got to call in, right? Got to call in before somebody, we get up out of here. Five minutes before we get off, somebody call in. Two orders. Fried rice. With a lemon pepper You want yours? Well, I want mine's fried hard. Fried hard. I need mine. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness, wipe me down. Um, we also on Twitch and Periscope. Want to once again thank Mr. Michael Lenore for for calling in. I think he just tweeted out. Just his, tweeted out. Yeah, you follow us on Twitter. You'll see his uh, his handle on there. Right. I uh, appreciate him calling in and talking about his um, his road that he's going and going basketball right now. from making trying to make it into the NBA. You know, and, one uh, question we should, I thought about just just now was like, you know. At, Granted, he wants he wants to play now, but I wonder if he's thinking about like even down further down the road coaching anything of that nature, especially as a point guard. As a point guard, you know, you uh, you're the extension of the coach. You so. are, i.e. Steve Nash. Yeah. Perfect segue into talking about Steve Nash and the Brooklyn Nets. He brought it up in saying that um, Brooklyn had their first preseason game, and KD and Kyrie looked to be on the same page, um, being led by Steve Nash as the the new head coach. Uh, I saw some. I didn't watch the game. I saw some of the highlights of the game. Uh, KD looked good. I wasn't sure how he was going to react. You know, coming back uh, after having an Achilles, Achilles injury. Yeah, yeah. But he he looked good. He looked like old KD. Of course, yeah. everybody's going to be rusty, and I I'm taking away the rust part. Yeah. But the the spring in his step looked like yeah. it's there. Yeah. Um, I think I haven't seen. 
I didn't see the game either. I haven't seen him really. But I would assume that the two things that he's going to have to probably really work on is just game fatigue. All, you know, all, all of, of them. Yeah, they ain't but, played since yeah. well, March. But then for him. For, for Brooklyn. For, yeah, Brooklyn, right, yeah. Brooklyn, but then for yeah. him. But, yeah, for him. He got the additional time off right. for the rehab. So it'll be interesting to see how hard they push him initially in the first part of the season. If they really have him on a minutes count, which I would assume they will. Right. Um, and then be interested to see when they, you know, proverbial let the dog. Let him loose. Let him loose. And, and, you know. To that point. Especially with a shortened season, too. To that point, both of them, Kyrie ain't played in almost two years. Yeah. So both of them are going to be expected to have – there, I won't say minute restrictions because I don't think they'll do that, but you got to kind of watch it. To Steve Nash is going to have the same problem Brad Stevenson had the last three or four years. Because you got to remember, he got didn't have too many too guys. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they you had know, a whole squad. A whole squad that played, that got into the, the playoffs, playoff, that made the playoffs. Right. So you got five guys, seven guys in that rotation that is like, you know what? We played well together. Great. Right. We're not uh, Kyrie and, and KD, right, yeah, right, but right. we, we got, you, well. got you to an AC. Yeah. And then you, now you bring in your starting five, you know, KD, uh, Kyrie. Yeah, because they didn't have their starting six, basically. Yeah. So now this guy legitimately has 12 guys that he got to figure out. How to get minutes. How to get minutes or how to satisfy. Now, you know, some of those guys are going to realize that, you know, you're I was go, a bench player. you're not going to demand right, time. Right, right, right. But there's going to be two of those guys at least. That's going to need to be. Inculcated s- into. 17, 20 yeah. minutes a game. So it's. I just I can imagine him having the same issue now. I'm not saying he is Brad Stevenson. I I, I am under the, of the impression that Brad, Brad Stevenson did not have the gall to cut people or shorten that leash. He was too nice. Right. I don't. We don't know what Steve Nash is because yeah, we we've never seen him coach before. So, but it'd be interesting to see those decisions from Steve Nash as the season goes along. Right. And I'm curious to see also and. I don't want this to be taken the wrong way, but I think that the long layoff for a lot of teams, of course, Brooklyn made the playoffs, so they did play a little longer than others. But some of these teams, i.e. the Hawks and the Matt, um, uh, Wizards, who did make the playoffs, they might have more injuries than the teams that just played, only because you had that long layoff. Yeah. And now only four preseason games, and you don't again, have Christmas time. Day. You don't have time to get your body back. You don't have time to get it, because games start counting in two weeks. Yeah. So... Unfortunately oh, for week. that, huh? In a week. week. In a week. Christmas is next week. The season starts on the 22nd. 22nd, right, right, right. So, in a week, you yeah, got to be ready 14th. to go. Yeah. Next Tuesday. Yeah, next, next Tuesday. <laughs> when you say it out loud, it puts it in perspective, <laughs> don't it? <laughs> but there, you know, you're going to have injuries, hamstrings, and, you know, not saying Achilles, but like, Hamstring, like little mm. nagging injuries that will come up, calf strains. That's what. That's the reason why I'm saying it would be interesting to see. It's gonna be hard. What kind of, what kind of restraint they have on KD? On KD, you know, until and uh, of course somebody unfortunately is gonna test positive, so yeah, that, that person too, yeah. will be pulled out. So yeah. you're gonna have those type of things, and I think teams like Brooklyn will fare better with a longer, deeper roster. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because you don't lose as much. When the backups or the bench players come in and play for a game or two, yeah, 
And having that experience, experience is going to yeah. be helpful. helpful. Yeah. So, I mean, again, I think the problem that Brad Steven had, and like I said, I'm going to be interested to see what Steve Nash does. When you get closer to the playoffs, I don't care who you are, I don't care how many players you got, you need to shorten that roster and everybody needs to know what they're what they're and I, I don't believe in the NBA it fits you to go into the into the playoffs saying I'm gonna still play everybody. I just don't think no, that's no. that's just it's not feasible. Yeah, it's just not how the game has ever been played. Right. You you at some point get down and shrink it down to your six or seven best guys. Yeah. And that's just it. And that's it. <laughs> Barring any injuries. injuries yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I also think that at some point KD and Kyrie are gonna clash. At some point Ky- I, I, Kyrie because he already doing it already. Okay, so that's why I tweeted out like how much got, they're not clashing with KD though. No, he's clashing with the media. Right. So he got fined twenty five thousand for not fulfilling his media obligations last week when the media were doing interviews well, across the board. It's an unnecessary distraction. And then they called the media pawn. It's an unnecessary it's distraction. Unnecessary. It's because unnecessary. now KD got to ask the question. Well, what does Kyrie think? Nash got to ask the question. Nash got to ask. We question. think about both of them two dummies. Right. Or down <laughs> um, the line, whoever. Uh, what's his name? Um, the center, Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. But you're gonna ask he, until somebody give you an answer. answer. So you're gonna go down the line. And it's it's just unnecessary. You you would no, think he could at least do a Marshawn Lynch. I'm just here so I don't get fat. Yeah, like, you, you, but people understood later on why Lynch did what he did, the way he was yeah. treated in the past. Kyrie brought this on himself by the flat, things that he said. Flat Earth. And- <laughs> He might need to spend more, a couple more years at Duke. Hey, he nine, only played the, five the, games at Duke. In the nine days. <laughs> you let me finish. He might have the nine days. the nine days. <laughs> he went one semester. One week. Right, basically. Only played five, they, they played five games already in, in two and a half weeks. So my bet he spent 30 days. He spent days. 30 spent days. A month. But yeah, like, this. It wasn't like the media made this stuff up. Yeah, yeah, he You it. said yeah, it. Yeah, he, he just, I just, I, I feel for Nash. That's why I asked my trash, like, how much they paying Nash? Because, like, come on, man. And then him and KD um, were on his live talking and everything. And I know it's in jest talking about uh, him being in the post and everything. Like, you not helping the cause them, of this. Them, so it will be the distraction on the outside that will implode things if they if they were. Yeah, yeah. Well, they better win. That right. Winning winning cures, cures everything. Yeah, but it, it'll but be as soon as they start losing, it'll be interesting. Yeah, when you have those. And in what city are we talking about? New York. New York. That, that, <laughs> I don't care if it's Brooklyn. It's still New York. Still and New York. New York media. Right. So. <laughs> the only person that's come unscathed from New York is Derek Jeter. Yeah. That's it. No, everybody else has been. Sacrifice. That dude is the godfather. Right. I still want to know <laughs> how he kept 20 stuff years? quiet. 20 years? The fruit baskets work, huh? 20 years? <laughs> and that media? Right. And we know nothing? Right. All we know is some fruit baskets got delivered. That's it. And then everything that was going on, talking about a, a toxic locker room. <laughs> With all the steroids and everything steroid going on? Central. Come on. Yeah, I said it. With my man from last week. I know you're a Yankee fan. You still listening. Right. <laughs> they were steroid central for a few years. Everybody so, they uh not drafted, everybody they signed for. Kyrie got a <laughs> they ain't they don't draft nobody. Yeah, exactly. Everybody they not anymore. Everybody they, they <laughs> Kyrie they, gotta read the room. You gotta read the room. Maybe he can't, because this ain't the first time. Maybe he just hasn't learned. There is no room for Kyrie. <laughs> and if it there is, is flat. No room. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it don't curve. It don't curve. <laughs> 
Yeah, so low down. Y'all low down. Uh, other NBA um, preseason things that are going on. Uh, Harden uh, wants to wants out of Houston. I don't see. I don't personally see it getting done. I'll let you go first. So Houston, remind, the Houston Rockets remind me of what the Jacksonville Jaguars were a couple of years ago. They were like one player, one one decision to make away away from maybe making a true championship run, and then all of a sudden, with one decision, it all fell apart. <laughs> now you looking back like should they should they have fired um, Dan Tony? Dan Tony. Cause it's all falling apart now. <laughs> Dale Moore is gone. Yeah. He's with the Sixers. Uh, D'Antoni is gone. Like you say, they fired him. Russ is gone. Russ is gone. They um, sent him to the Wizards uh, in the trade. Uh, kid in Atlanta, we got um, Capella. Capella. Capella two years ago. So I mean, you actually maybe go back then. Them maybe the tea leaves was them letting Capella go and then trying to do this small ball. Right. It was a shot. It was the one time. We're going to shoot this flare, take a chance, and if it don't, then, you know, what are we left with? You implode everything. Yeah, and so... I don't see Harden going anywhere for one. Um, he want, Philly is one of the teams that he would like to go to, but unless they give up Ben Simmons, I, as we said before, the only way I see Harden working out in Philly is him and Embiid. I don't see him and Simmons together. Nah, I don't see nah, that nah. working they out. Gotta so. say, I mean, that's the problem they're going to have here with Wall. Right, you going with not enough balls to go around. Go around. Well, so, it could work with Wall it, it because could. Wall, no, but, Wall is a point guard. He's not a scoring guard like Russ is. But I mean, I'm just saying if he's he, a guy who will distribute. If he winded up in Philly, you got the same problem. Like it's not, you still got to worry about that 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 contention between or that situation between and then Simmons Milwaukee and Milwaukee Bucks don't have enough to give up. Uh, Unless, I mean, you have to give up yeah, Chris they, Middleton. They gave up a lot to get Drew Holiday. Yeah, yeah you yeah. have to give up Chris Middleton and basically your franchise. I, I, I like the that's way, not gonna I work. like the way Milwaukee is set. I like how they're set now, and I don't think throwing hard into the mix doesn't Does, it doesn't, doesn't move the needle for you to get a championship. Like right. to y'all point, whether or not you still lose some more pieces. <clears throat> um, Miami I, was the other team, but they not giving up Tyler Hero. Yeah, or Bam, or, or Bam. Bam, right? Bam, those yeah. were the or two. Duncan Robinson, right? Yeah. Those were the. You can't get nothing for him right now. He's there. So he's there. And now, I mean, like, it would have to be similar to the trade that Milwaukee did for Drew Holiday, which is the same as the one that uh, the Lakers did for Anthony Davis. But those teams he wants to go to, they don't have that. Yeah. Right. So he's there. He's there for the long haul. He's there and, for uh, the downside. This and also, consider that Houston doesn't have to do anything because they have he has three years left on his contract if it was the last year and you don't want to lose him for nothing for nothing right that makes sense but to have three years left they're probably not gonna nothing's happening this year this year for sure you gotta sit there and work it out with wall and i think they'll be okay i think they could work though yeah and and then if his attitude changes to it and again i I gotta shout out um stack steven jackson you got a black head coach. Yeah, give this man These a opportunities so these, do yeah. not come along for black coaches. What's my man's name? It's um, Steven Silas. 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 I, I don't Steven know why I want to say bigger staff, but Silas, yeah. Silas. Help this man out. You the star. You the star. Part of him saying yes to this job probably was because of you being there. I said it before. The NBA is the best as far as the players have so much control. But 
we don't have enough black head coaches. This is one of the ways you can solve mm-hmm. that by coming in and saying, you know what, I'm gonna play and work hard. Give this man an opportunity to make it work and be a five seed maybe, and see what happens. Who knows? The way and, and for him to have to come in and have to answer questions going back to Kyrie. Well, when is James Harden coming in? I don't know. You gotta ask it. Yeah. Like that's not fair to, to, to him. him. Yeah, yeah. His first day on the job to be able to have to answer these questions because he may not get another chance. Steve Nash would probably get another chance, yeah, regardless yeah. of what happens, because they can always say, well, Kyrie did this yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It would never look bad on him. Steven Silas doesn't get that chance. Yeah, if something it. goes wrong, it's going to be you were yeah, the yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. And he's a guy who's been an assistant for a long Sometimes. time. Right. Waiting for a His chance like this. Yeah. Waiting for a chance. We'll see. So you would think that at Harden, but he too busy out there buying rappers hundred thousand dollar. I, I want to know that he get back with one of them Kardashian. He making he making <laughs> he making, he making post. I mean pre Kardashian moves when he's dealing with. That's that's what he doing right now. He, like, did one of them Kardashians get back with him? I don't know. The, the Chloe leave old boy know. slide over there. I, yeah, I said it. <laughs> I don't mind the hate mail. He just making he making Kardashian moves, moves when he was with them before. He just these are not just yeah, I mean, relapse. We still in the pandemic in the way he out here partying like he wide open, wide open, <laughs> <laughs> wide open, wide open. Get like, it together, hard. Get it together, man. Get it together. Oh, because like you said, I, I really think that him and and Wall can work together. Make wall keep wall point, make him more two guard. And you don't know, even what, though he is ball dominant, and you don't his know what shot you, and everything you, else. You don't know what you're gonna get out of Cousins, but I mean, they look good. It, they look good so far. It's the, it's the ceiling though, it ain't the floor. Right, because he already at the field. You know I mean, so anything you get out of Cousins is gonna be a and positive. That, and people forget that Wall and Cousins played together in Kentucky. Yeah, so, so there's a familiarity there with them. Yeah, so, with them. So and you still got a pretty a, not all the nucleus, but enough of other pieces from. You know, last season or whatnot. See what you got. See, See make a run for it. You supposed to be that man, that MVP. Then right. Put, put these boys on your back, back and let's go. let's see what happens. That should be the mentality. Um, here in Atlanta, um, I like all the moves again. Once, uh, once again, that Atlanta made. They had that preseason game against Orlando. Much better defense. Uh, Cam Reddish looked good on the defensive side of the ball, but DeAndre Hunter is coming into his own. Uh, leading scorer uh, the first game and just played excellent defense on the ball well, and off the ball. We knew he was ball. a two-way guy anyway. Yes. That's the reason why they picked him high, especially coming out of that Virginia, that run, mm-hmm. and that title. So you knew he was two-way. So um, and, yeah, and, a, yeah. and a lot of bodies, too. Yeah. Once again, you're going to, unfortunately, injuries are all part of the game, yeah. and we'll see what happens with COVID and all that. But Atlanta has, and Coach uh, Pierce spoke to this, he has the versatility to have different rotations. Of course, uh, back to Brad Stevens, like you say, you're going to have to have a set um, six or seven, but you have the flexibility but this, this year. This, this is a, this is still a different it's, year. It's a difference for Boston and Atlanta. Boston was on a championship run. True, true. Atlanta is trying to just put the teams together and be competitive and maybe make a playoff run. Mm-hmm. I don't mind. And in that scenario, yes, you can have all the flexibility you want and do whatever. When you're on that championship run and you expect to be certain a top, expectations a top four seed, you need to have a different type of rotation, a different type of, you know. Right. But Pierce has the ability to, and then if he, you know, they actually, they actually mesh, I guarantee you, if they can make a playoff run, he's going to shorten that 
Oh, yeah, Shorten yeah, that yeah. rotation. It's just, just going to happen. I, I look for it to be, of course, Trey Young at the point. Um, center B Capella and move John Collins to his natural position at the four. I think that that, that fits better. But at least they have bodies to your point. Injuries ravaged them last year. Yeah. You know, when Trey Young, Young got hurt, hurt for and, and, a couple of weeks and then John with the PED. Yeah, yeah. And then he lost 25 games. Yeah, so not having bodies there hurt them, mm-hmm. period. So now they can sustain an injury or two, or two. with the, a lot of bodies. They so. tried to fix those issues as far as with the injuries that they had and also just with their depth. I mean, the team was very young and a lot of times when during games, when Trey was off the floor, it it was like, it it fell apart. They didn't have that veteran point guard. They haven't had that veteran point guard behind them. I mean, Goodwin, Goodwin was was a rookie. Was a rookie. And team came so late. And team, he came in late. So to bring in Rondo, Oh, that's uh, a one. That's huge. I mean, he'll be a mentor at best. Oh, yeah. They're going to get something out of that. Mm. And then having Chris Dunn, who will give you defense. Uh, perimeter defense, yep. which they desperately need. They they did make an effort to fix the issues that they, they had. They, they, right. Yeah. Whether it works or not, at least they addressed it. But again, they, they did something. They have right. different <laughs> expectations. So I don't mind, you know. Right. Expectations. Playoffs. Playoffs ex- is expectations. Or to be in the, in the consistent, being the talks about it. Yeah. Getting closer to the end of the year, if you're not in the AC to be at that nine or ten, and you need and to, get the playoff game, that that play in, that play in game, then that's then that's a success. Yeah. But you can't be as you can't be out of you it. Can't be their last or be right. out of it after a month and a half. <laughs> and that's right. where, that's you can't where they had to start. They had last, and year. that's where that's where they were last year. After about a month and a half, it was like what? It's, yeah, I, I I like all of the moves once again that they made and. Again, just looking at that first couple of games with Orlando, the rust is obviously there. Um, the players talked about it was different not having fans. You used to coming out, and then I think it was Trey Young who said it was only 100 fans. Well, fans being basically your family yeah. was there. That's it. <laughs> so that's going to take some getting used, getting used to. But also, I am curious. Uh, appreciate Mike for talking about this, how the G League was going to try to go to a bubble. I wonder if at any point will the NBA try somehow to go back to a bubble? Because, as you mentioned, California is, probably, is going back on lockdown. Atlanta, Georgia is wide open. It's too many. It's it's city by city and state by state cases as to how things are going right now. And they sent out a memo saying that when you're on the road, you can only go to you can't go to any bars or restaurants. You basically got to order. Well, maybe that's why Harden was like, you know what? Like, you know how before you go back to school and sometimes you like, you know, parents would be like, well, I ain't sending you back to after Labor Day. Maybe that's what Harden was doing. Well, I ain't going to go back until. <laughs> Let me get it all in. Get it all in now. <laughs> get it all in now. Take my little punishment. <laughs> and then I'll be there for the rest of the season or whatever. It, it may be because. I don't. I, I'm with you. Obviously, for whatever reason, Orlando said no. But I, but I don't know how you go to a bubble regionally because all the, all the West Coast is now shut down. So your region would then, I guess, Texas. Would be Texas or Phoenix would be maybe your West bubble. I can see Texas. You got enough arenas there. And then in the East. Or they might, they might move up to Oregon to do it or, um, well, I don't know if, if Seattle wants to be a part of this. Well, I mean, Seattle may want to because they want to try to maybe they want to get a team again. Get a team again. 
But at, at some point, I just wonder how, again, this is going to, to play out. But I guess they, bubble. I don't know. Hopefully, maybe their contingency plan is, if you know, the first month or the first two months, if we don't have X amount of guys, you know, catching COVID, right. then we'll play it on out. But if, you know, in the first two months, you have X amount of players and teams for more than one or two teams get ravaged by not having you know, it would take something you know, you drastic. Can't, you, you can't wind up like the Florida Marlins did in baseball. Well, you, you know, where they only when a month time they played two, two games. games. Yeah, <laughs> so you can't have that either. Right. So I wonder what the contingency plan if you wind up with one or two teams. Because if one team winds up, i.e. like the Marlins, <clears throat> then obviously that team they played against is going to have to go through that same kind so of quarantine. And then you wind up having that trickle-down effect where I just don't lose the two games or – I lose multiple games because now I got to rearrange however that schedule is. So, well, yeah, that I mean that's part of why they only release half, half the schedule. The season, yeah, and it depends on there. Are, there haven't been any uh, like roster requirements like in college. So, I mean, it, they the thing that they've done that I've noticed is that they expanded the active roster. Like you can dress fifteen players now no, because yeah. the max was thirteen. 13 yeah. yeah. And you got all these teams that got like, you know, 20, 22 players in camp. Yeah. So, they they should probably expand the roster even more. And like I said, you, you it, only, and you, they've allowed the coaches to dress down too. Yeah. You don't I, have to have polos. the suits. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, just I, wear I don't, sweats and stuff. Yeah. I don't think, uh, I don't, I, well, when you start naming those expansions and whatnot, maybe that second, that contingency is we're not, we're going to push through like the NFL. And you know, unfortunately, if you you know, a couple of your star players catch COVID, that's just the competitive. You know what I mean? You, gonna... if, you know, with the NFL, you know, teams don't like like the three games in ten days. With the you, NBA, you, you can you, do go, that. you might play four days yeah, in a row. No, yeah, yeah. You you can actually do that, but then they'll expand the roster that way. You can actually rest some guys. Rest some guys. So because they've already put out the memo that you can't rest. On national, no, they yeah. don't want the stars to the rest, rest on yeah. national televised yeah. games. So, especially since you don't have fans. Fans, yeah. So, I mean, maybe that's the that's the contingency plan. We expand the roster, go from you know thirteen to fifteen, maybe to another two or three guys. If you realize teams, you know, you run into that scenario where teams have lost games, and then when it comes time to release the second half of the season, now you know what games you need to double up on. Right. If you lost any games in the first part of the season, and so, play it and have a contingency that so way. We, that way, yeah. So not may probably won't be a bubble. At least not for the NBA. See. Well, uh, in college basketball, Coach K talked about shutting the season down. That's only because he loses. Because he lost. <laughs> he lost two non-conference games. Got oh, destroyed so agree by with Illinois. that coach, huh? yes. Alabama coach. Yeah, because yeah. he he. Yeah, kind he of backtracked on it. He backtracked on it. Oh, because it's because he he talked about you know the, he talked about the hallow the hallow coach. But Kane. we all know shut the <laughs> uh, you you two and two if you right was, if, if he was four three, and zero oh. if he was three and one four and zero oh, he'd be like oh man you just got to figure it out and work through it right or whatever. we're all going through this together yeah, yeah. he'd be on a tough time he'd be on that Saban talk or my man up there in Clemson he'd be on that Dabo Dabo, on that Dabo talk, talk. talking that noise about Florida State you can't right. cancel on us right you know you cheating the system whatever right. But oh, he, Coach K needs to but drop he, it, man. But he two, he two and two. And he doesn't have R.J. Barrett and Cam Reddish and Zion on his so team you, this year. So you seen the cover? The, the, the covers bear, <laughs> grizzly bear. Is he getting exposed? <laughs> yeah, he getting exposed. I mean, 
granted, you still got to coach talent, but it's a lot easier when you got talent. talent yeah. yeah, but if they hadn't got destroyed on national TV like that, he he wouldn't be saying that. Now, granted, he did say beforehand at the beginning of the season, we got to figure out how this is going to work. Yeah, but you continue to say, like you said, we got to figure out how to, to work through this. I don't, I don't know whether we should shut down or continue whatever. Yeah. But to come out and say we need to shut it down after, yeah, it was yeah. a, it, again read the room. This is the wrong Love time that. to say that. <laughs> Wait till a, a following week because what they ended up doing was canceling all of their non-conference games, but you're still gonna play your conference games. So if you really wanted to shut it down, yeah, why cancel, don't you why don't you ask college basketball to peel back until we get some? You more. know what we we at least say you know we're thinking about canceling all of our games. Yeah. Say that. Yeah. Then that adds more validity to what you're trying to say as opposed to saying we're just going to cancel well, non-college non games. Non-conference games. Because your guys ain't good enough to travel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to be at home. They're going to be at home, they're they're at anyway. home too. you bringing in College of I'm, Charleston. I'm just trying to help you bringing in Liberty. you bringing in Davidson. I'm just trying to help, trying to help, trying to help <laughs> him out. Know. I know it's a bunch of malarkey is what he just said. <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but I'm just trying to help him out. Right, come on, Coach K. Really? Uh, come on. But, and you're um, you going to be there coaching the USA basketball team <laughs> in right. about seven months when it's time to go for the Olympics. So you, exactly. you just mad you two, you two and two. But college does need to figure something out. And we talked about this a little bit last week. Like, you had plenty of time to – to do something and they have um, more time than anybody because they got shut down last year right um hawaii has even uh made the invitation for all the teams to come out there and play as the bubble. the bubble yeah to come out and take part of the island and figure out a way to do a bubble out there and teams play games so i mean we'll maybe maybe that works for when it's time for this, well, not they already decided where they gonna have the tournament, right? Now they just—I don't—they didn't think decide so. where they having the tournament. I don't think so. Uh, well, it hasn't been determined how they're gonna do it. Like it has been considered to do a, a bubble, bubble, a bubble, bubble for the tournament at all at one place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's but they have—that hasn't been well, confirmed. Maybe that's where it wind up. At. I think it was in uh, it, Indianapolis. I don't know why that's in my head as a possible. I, I, I wouldn't mind it out there in Miami because I mean you're not really gonna have fans Hawaii. anyway. I mean I wouldn't mind it. My bad in, in Hawaii. Hawaii. Because you're not going to have fans anyway. Right. So, you know, and then when you're done, you leave off the island. So, this is called a terminate island. Terminate. You do the Maui Classic out there yeah, every anyway, year. Yeah, so this, this is like the Fight Club. They just went to the island. island. March Madness Island. Right. <laughs> and do it there. And do then it have there, all and the then teams. You lose, you fly, about, you fly up out of here. But the one good thing as opposed to college football is you'll have a true champion based on the teams that go in because it'll all play They'll themselves play out. out. Yeah. There's no committee saying yeah, yeah. these the four yeah. teams. You'll have your you'll have your little controversy, which you always have. Well, you always as have. far as those couple of bubble busters and whether you who who is a 69th team because yeah, they yeah. do 68 now. But I mean that 1911 or 1710 team this year it'll probably be a, a a 12 and 14 team or 14 and 12 team because they probably won't play more than 22 games. Oh, that's I'm looking about so, 20 games. Yeah, probably. so you, you know that team that's 10 and 10, right? You know, or 11 and 9. You know what I mean? You 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 always gonna have. You always that. gonna have it. But I don't care if you have 80 80 teams in. The 81st team is yeah, gonna complain. Yeah, yeah. So, but at least there's a, a large number that it's not as bad. Yeah. Uh, speaking of college football, um, Texas A&M uh, looks like they might be solidified as that number five team. 
thanks to, of course, Florida being number six and losing, as you mentioned, Cincinnati more than likely will move in. I don't think the top four changes, but uh, Dabo, of course, doesn't like the fact that um, Ohio State is still in the top four because Dabble. they haven't played enough games. Dabo is reading the tea leaves. <laughs> I don't want to play Ohio State, so how can I get rid of them? Well, doing right now he would be playing. Trying to um, load the dot. Let me tell the Supreme Court what is going on. <laughs> let me let me hit to the to the to the to the, uh, to the committee. Well, he could possibly play well, them. right right now. They're number four, right? Clemson no, no, has. but they still got to play Notre Dame. So he could Ohio State is going to eventually be number three if they stay in. No one because right they're going to play well, if, they, if they well yeah if they beat if they beat Notre Dame then they go two. from four to two right four yeah. and two. then they'd have to play Ohio State right yeah that's and right that, now, and that's what he's they, in, they're playing Alabama but yeah it's even worse for them I mean but still he he's banking on he's banking on beating Notre Dame on beating Notre Dame which right. he should be banking on that right. I mean you know it, it'll be interesting to see how that that on a neutral field I got Clemson because yeah. up at Notre Dame with a backup. Freshman quarterback, they were one play away from winning that. So So, I I got Clemson. It's hard to beat a team twice in the same year, especially in college. Yeah. So I um. So y'all not giving Northwestern a chance? No. No. Against Ohio State, they're playing Ohio State in the Big Ten. No. 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 Because it's a well, congratulations first of all to Harbaugh for finally beating Ohio State. He made it hard. (laughs) He made the committee have to decide to put them in. Change the rules. Right. Change the rules. They had to rescind their rules. So congratulations to Harbaugh. He finally got a W somehow. Or maybe I call it a tie. He finally got a tie. So he's 0-8-1. <laughs> yeah, because their initial rule was if you didn't play six games, you wasn't you in, 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 right. in the championship game. Um, if Indiana had beat, obviously was, this wouldn't be, if Indiana had beat Ohio State, then it Indiana would, would be in. It would be in regardless. Right. Anyway, um, I think as close as that game came, I think that will hold, this This is me thinking Dabble putting the seed of doubt into the committee's head. I'm going to tell you Ohio State don't deserve to be in there because they only got seven games and everybody else has four more games played. They won't have a six. They five and no, so six games. So everybody else have five more games played, even including Cincinnati. With with more chances to, to lose. lose. Yeah, so you need to then give your what you would give Ohio State, you need to really give that extra push to a Cincinnati right. or a Texas a and with one loss, but, mm-hmm. you know, they're 9-1 and one or whatever, then I would give to a 5-0 and oh at the end of the regular season, Ohio State. State. So I'm thinking Dabo's playing, he's playing a couple of things. Can I put enough doubt out there publicly and into the minds of the committee? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, and if I don't and I wind up getting them, you know, Right. Then, oh, it, you know, it is what it is. It is. But, if I, but can, the, the, I guess the thing that I'd that, rather have A and M or Cincinnati, Cincinnati. than the, to have the thing that's kind of the problem Ohio though State. is the teams that are just outside of it. Um, I mean, Texas A and M has one more game playing Tennessee this Saturday, right? And they don't have another game, even though some people want. Georgia and Texas A and M to put something together. Together at the last minute, uh, and I'm also A and M, I don't. No, <laughs> I sit there at eight and one, nine and one, and I just I'm let the good. My play. resume is good. I only yeah. lost to Alabama. Yeah, uh, Cincinnati has the their conference championship against Tulsa. Tulsa, Tulsa. Uh, that is the, is coming this weekend, and uh, Iowa State. Are they in the Big Twelve championship? Nobody from the Big Twelve is getting. It don't even matter. Well, they're playing. They're playing. Um, they're playing Oklahoma. It don't but they're, they're ranked ahead of Cincinnati, though. 
well, in the o- rankings. Oklahoma going to help them out because they're going to beat Ohio State. Iowa State, I'm sorry. Um, Cincinnati, when they beat Tulsa, they good. They got to they gotta, they gotta drag them, though. Yeah, they got to drag them. They got to win by 20. Or and by they got to hope. That, and they also, with the other thing, too. Three possessions. They have to hope that Northwestern keeps Ohio State close. If Ohio State rolls, that's going to give more credence yeah. to them being in. That's, that's why but I if say. it's a close game, yeah. then that goes back to Dabble. Like, look, they if they play a few more games, they, they, they lose, can get beat. They lose one. They lose one of these yeah. games. Yeah. So, um, and I got proof now. They should have lost. They could probably could have lost to Indiana. And they, right. Then they got, got you know, held to a lower score with Northwest. Northwestern. Right. But that also gives everybody else, you know, Texas A&M. My 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 right. schedule. I played more Cincinnati. Played, look at who I played. You know, look at what I've done or whatever. So he's playing that mind game. And to be honest with you, Ohio State hasn't played nobody but Indiana this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. The there is team. not even a top twenty. There was the only top twenty-five team that they played. Mm-hmm. Where to your point, Texas A&M can look like everybody in the SEC we played was ranked at the time. Uh, yeah. Except for maybe Auburn. Tennessee. No, Auburn was ranked twenty-two. Were they twenty-two? They, they were twenty-two or twenty-five. 22. Okay. Right. So again. They, it's all Penn State was ranked at the time. I know Penn State that. was ranked at the time. Yeah. Okay, then Penn State. O- o- Ohio State played Penn State. Penn. That was week two. Yeah, after, but they, after, after, after they went zero and five. But see, their their strength on. of uh, no, schedule saying, goes down. Yeah, they, because they were they ranked. Didn't win. They were ranked five weeks into everybody's already played. So how yeah, that's how, true. How was that? How was that ranking bubbled up? Right. You see what I'm saying? Because Big Ten didn't start till week, week three, week three or week four. Of everybody else's schedule, <laughs> so how can Penn State other teams act- other teams had a buy and they still yeah, ain't played so how yet? Can, <laughs> how can Penn State actually be ranked when they haven't played a game a month into the season? I mean, it do, it does look better for it, I mean, it look better for Texas A and M. They lost yeah. to Alabama, but they they beat Florida, who was ranked number four mm-hmm. at the time, and then Florida blew their chance by letting LSU Dude. come in in the fog and. Yeah. That how you throw the man's shoe and get the fifteen yard penalty that set up uh, the fifty seven yard field, field goal. goal. I don't, yeah, I, I, <sighs> Dan Mullen, boy. Only in Florida. <laughs> Dan Mullen. <laughs> um, Gus Malzahn fired. <laughs> Saw that coming. Um, so So they just had twenty one million dollars? Yes, but we ain't got I mean, we ain't got no money to to keep the swimming team going in Auburn or the the lacrosse team, but nothing like that because we're in a pandemic. But we got $21 million to, to get, get rid of this coach, which $10 million they have to pay him in 30 days. And then the rest of it they can do in installments. Yeah. But he gets $10 million, uh Tomorrow. Basically. Today. <laughs> he got $10 million today. The payroll, <laughs> like everybody else, at least once a month. Which so. lets you know they already have their head coach. Yeah, so yeah. You don't fire somebody that you know who, you got to pay $10 million. Um... Who were the rumors? Uh, Fleck in Minnesota, PJ Fleck. Um, Lane Kiffin is a rumor, even though he's at Ole Miss. Um, who else? It was uh, Hugh Freeze at Liberty, who was at um, who Work was at Ole Miss? Freeze. Huh? Work phone freeze. Yeah. Um, because hey, look, they Auburn got Bruce Pearl, so it's not like they care about scandals and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't so, care about the past. Yeah, hey, if you, you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Can you win right now? Yep. So that was NCAA violations. This is this has nothing to do with Hugh Freeze's issues. Did not have to do with football. A, a couple but of them did. It is you can be just as embarrassing. A couple of them did, but they was they were low <laughs> on the total pole. Um, so I think Hugh Freeze is the the top choice. 
Steve Sarkeesian, who is the offensive coordinator for Alabama, who went to the Falcons and then came uh, back. They really don't care. He's about number that. two. Well, then they would have two <laughs> former Saban coaches because Steele is the defensive coordinator at Alabama's defensive coordinator what, at all. What Auburn, I hope so. they don't do is hire the DC defensive coordinator now and put him as the head coach. Steel. Steel, which I, I hope. I don't think they will. And and I'm not saying Steel couldn't be. I just rather him. I think if you if the SEC hasn't learned something about hiring defensive coordinators around, they don't never do well when they become a head coach. They've always been better as a defensive coordinator um, in the SEC anyway. So I'd rather lean toward if you and want one to get of the somebody, an was, offensive coordinator. The problem has never been Auburn's defense. Yeah, yeah. It's been the offense. With their, they're, they're not going to hire uh, Bo's dad, are they? No. They might as well. Okay. You got two more years. I would, <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would hire him so he can understand what everybody else got to go through with your sorry son. <laughs> he he going to be gone. Well, I don't know if he transfers, depending on who the coach that comes in, but I do not see whoever the coach is. Keeping Bo Nix. Giving him, giving him the offense. Well, what, the what he'll do, he'll do the, the what's the catchphrase? Everybody's competing for every job. Yeah. So that gives you the cover of, I really don't want him, but I can't just say he's trash and we don't want yeah, him. Yeah, so yeah. all jobs, everybody's competing well, for. Well, I guess the one thing you need to bring in, so one thing we have learned with the Gus Malzahn system, if the quarterback ain't athletic. It don't work. It don't work. So, you know. If, he, if the quarterback can't. Read the options that are there. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, because Bo is athletic. He's athletic, but he, he can't make the reads. Yeah, because I was surprised at Nick Marshall that year when they went to the national championship game. Like Nick grew game by game in yeah. understanding and the had, offense. And he had a, he had a couple of bounces of the ball that went his way. Yeah. Georgia can attest to <laughs> the, that. The, the prayer joint here and yeah. then the, and the kick, kick six. six. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but you know you got a couple things go your way. And I mean, he went toe to toe with James Winston. They were a drive away from winning the national championship. Right. That was a, again a 34-28 great game. Um, but yeah, to your point, he grew. He grew. He grew into the into the system. Right. Bo, I don't care about the pandemic. He's been in this system now for two years, two years he and he looks worse this year than he did than last as a freshman last year. And you give him a pass on this fresh, freshman year because yeah. you are. And freshman. I got a guy down in Tuscaloosa who. From Jones looked his, great. His first game was the Iron Bowl, so he didn't have a full season. This dude is six months into the uh, – nine months into his career in a pandemic, and he looks great. Mm-hmm. He looked like a junior. Might win the Heisman. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I, I think um, Actually, Devontae Smith – is it Devontae Smith? The, the wide receiver. Yeah. I think he's well, going to take be, away they, votes. They're going to be three guys at this invited to the Heisman from Alabama because the running back is another one. Yeah. I can, I mean, Ruggs, I can literally what what they invite Ruggs, they invite no four, no um no uh, Harris Harris they, Najee Harris Najee Harris Najee they, Harris. they what they invite four guys right yeah two of them gonna be from Alabama well they'll be virtual but I mean yeah. but you know I right, think right. two of them will be from Alabama quarterback one, the quarterback and, and a running back I think the wide receiver or the or the, the quarterback the gonna be there so the I don't know who I don't know who you the reason why I mean, I don't, Trevor Lawrence. The reason why I don't say the, the Depend, if Trevor Lawrence beats Notre Dame, Trevor Lawrence yeah. gets invited. Yeah, but the, but the reason why I don't say the wide receiver for Alabama. Usually, when you get a wide receiver or a defensive back, they also are on the special teams. But I mean, he's he's had he leads what, the nation in, He's got fifteen touchdowns. He 15. leads the nation in yards and touchdowns. Yeah, he might this yeah. year. Well, man, they're not going to invite three of those guys. No, 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 no. So it's quarterback, true. the quarterback for sure. But I think Najee missed a game where he was hurt. I okay. think he missed one game. Okay. 
and he may he may not have the numbers. I mean, they may. He has a thousand eighty-four yards. Now nah, you got to be in the two grand club as a running back. Yeah, but he does have twenty-two touchdowns. Woo. He's got oh, the he's the one that has twenty touchdowns. Okay. But maybe not. Maybe not the. Yards. It'll be interesting to see who who they. The quarterback for Alabama is going to get the call virtually, and then it'd be interesting with the wide receiver. And now you got two more games, right? They got two more games to play. So one more. They don't got championship game. Oh, they don't have another game this week. Okay, so just the championship game is this week. Well, the championship game might determine determine which one of the two gets it. The and ex- then the other call. The also between Notre Dame and Clemson's Clemson. quarterback. If Notre Dame wins, that quarterback gets he called. He gets the call. If Clemson uh, wins. wins then Trevor Lawrence. So now that's gets three guys. Who's the fourth guy? It might just be those three. I can't think of anybody. You can't else. think of a fourth guy. You can think of well, no, Zach BYU lost to Coastal Carolina. Yeah, they lost. So if he so had, he did, but if they hadn't lost, he, he might have got, got a call. He would have got called. I think that's it. I think they only do three. They only do three. Yeah. So they can't get a fourth guy. Nobody. No, I think that's it. But uh, going back to Gus, like I told you, he got. They were gonna fire him after that South Carolina game. They yeah, hadn't. That's an unexcusable. They, they hadn't lost to South Carolina since Jim Crow. That's an unexcusable. That's, that's, that's an <laughs> you can't lose that game. Then you got trashed by Alabama. And it should have been worse. It could have been a lot worse. That's, like I said, that's when they got out the paperwork and said, yeah. "Okay, he gone." And then you had a chance to beat Texas A&M. Yeah. You had your chance because Texas A&M is a solid team. Don't get me wrong. I said, but I, I you, had, I, I but had, that a noon game. Yeah. You had your I, chance. I, I had Auburn you picked winning Auburn that game. Winning yeah, that game. I, cause I thought because after watching Texas A&M against LSU. Which is even now, to me, for my point, is to, out, of, out of all the teams in this top five to that six, Texas A&M is the one that can get got. Yeah. And LSU should have had them. A couple plays went their way. If Bowl played a little bit better, better game. they get they got there, gone. you know. But that's, you know, it, it is what it is. You still won the game. but And then the Mississippi State game, you don't score until the fourth quarter on offense. That, yeah, 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 yeah. And Gus, your offensive-minded that that offense, that game that, was brutal. So yeah. I, I watched it all, and, and you know what? I didn't even feel bad that my uh, the internet was was uh, was skipping a little. It was pausing. <laughs> I was like, ain't nothing gonna happen anyway. <laughs> it was it was field goals for the first three and a half quarters, right? And and they also Auburn played most of that game on the on the opposite side ball ball. in the Mississippi's territory, right? So yeah, that. All four of those things led up to, now nah, it was, of course, him dancing in the locker room. And That's kind of funny. He was going to get fired. You're going to lose your you're job. You're dancing because you're going to lose. Lose your job. But, yeah, that means. But that performance, that performance was horrible, and you haven't grown this guy at all. At all. So. So I, I, I see why he was let go. Yeah, but it'll it, it, it be, it be interesting to see what they bring in, though. Right. Uh, so, NFL, you're watching football team. First place in the division, huge win. Six and seven, right? Yeah. So they got the favorable schedule. Yeah. Who, but before you did, who you got tonight? You got uh, Baltimore. Got Baltimore. And no, Cleveland. no, no, no. Uh, Baltimore I'm going to go Cleveland. I'm going to go Cleveland. Eric. I know. Right now, you're looking like Nostradamus. Nostradamus. <laughs> you said 12 and four. They nine and three. I got, I got, what's this? I got, I got Cleveland because they're home. Uh, right now, second quarter just started, seven seven. Yeah. Baltimore needs so this game. Yo, Baltimore, Baltimore needs, needs this they game. Need because they need this game, I'm going to go with Baltimore in a nail-biter. Oh, uh, I got a close game. 24-21, 27-24. But I got yeah. I got Baltimore winning the game because they need it. So they'll be going more on fourth downs, you know. Whatever it takes. takes. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they lose, but. 
I, I just think that Cleveland at home, you, you got to feed Chubb. Yeah. Chubb is the, the reason why they've been winning and Baker Mayfield hasn't had to to do as much and to put himself out there to so put himself run, in harm's way. Yeah. Uh, Chubb real, and Hunt. Real quick, yeah. uh, we're talking about like defensive coordinators being hired as head coaches in the SEC. Vanderbilt just hired Notre Dame's defensive coordinator as their head coach. Well, they were 0-8. It don't matter. The only reason why people need to understand, the only reason why Vanderbilt is in the SEC is to keep the GPA up among athletes. <laughs> That's it. So thank you, Vanderbilt, Does for conference your conference GPA matter like that? Huh? Conference GPA matters like that? Yes. Yes. Thank you, Vanderbilt. <laughs> and you need an easy win. You got to schedule somebody for homecoming sometimes. They'll be in the Power 5. Right. <laughs> be in the, so all the hate mail from Vanderbilt. <laughs> Nah, I'm talking about football a- only. Anybody call I'm talking the, about football anybody only. Anybody calling from the 615. <laughs> <laughs> that Aaron code, send that to Don, the D in DNA, send that to him. I don't want no part of that. I, I'm not talking but about baseball got, or basketball. They at least basketball. made history, though. Yes, they did. They uh, Sarah Fuller was the first female to score a point in the Power 5 conference. Extra point and a field goal. Yeah. Yeah, I had to leave for a short second right. from Tennessee. But back to the NFL. Um, the worst thing is happening with my Washington football team. Great defense, though. Great defense. But, but like Tomlin said, I don't want to lose that bad to be able to get a guy like Chase Young, who is starting to emerge. Obviously, I think it's going to be pretty clear defensive well, player of the year for a rookie. Yeah. I, now, I also, they didn't. They were thinking about putting uh, Kerrigan on the trading blocks, and I'm glad they didn't because now you can't shift the line to like Trey you Young. To. Or even down to even on sweat. So you got to play everybody on that front four, man, man on man, you know, man to man. Right. Or you bring in a tight end, so you you lose somebody from going out, you know, into a pass play because you got to, for the most part, mass protect, have mass protection, mass protection on for that D line. My problem is again, I'm back to why you dropped the guy to third string. Has now been, you had, now oh, you got him at bad. second, and I, and. You gotta hope Alex Smith. But if, what was it calf? Calf, yeah. But calf my, is okay. But, but my problem is you're gonna be. Let's say you make a playoff run, you're gonna wind up in the middle or lower half of getting a draft, and there's not gonna be a quarterback there for I you. I think so. You think so? What does? I, but what? I don't know if it's. Um, what you gotta hope is you gotta hope is. I don't know what kind of. Uh, quarterback was BYU Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. I don't know. He's seeming to be the number three quarterback behind Trevor and, and Fields. Um, Fields. And they got the dude out there in um, uh, that that Wentz came from um, North Dakota North State. Dakota North Dakota State. State. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you got four guys. Two of them you know going to go early. The first. And 15. I'm not sure to be honest about Fields. You know that. I don't know why. Well, you're going to find out against Northwestern. And, and, and I say that based off of Haskins. I've seen a big-time Ohio State uh, quarterback, and it hasn't panned out. Yeah. And I'm not sure about Fields now because I feel the same way about Alabama. If Tua doesn't do well, then that stigma of Alabama doesn't produce quarterbacks is going to be there. Well, but Tua's so, doing he's, – he's growing. He's growing. He's we'll growing. see. Yeah, yeah. So with Haskins, I agree. It was wrong to drop him to third. You demote him down to second to change his attitude – to humble him, but you don't do it all the way down to third. Because that tells everybody and him that he's not wanted. Right. And now right. you need him. Again. Now you need him, right. Now you saying for the future, you got to hope that um, Alex Smith holds up another 16 games. 
Because that's what you're going to need out of him if you got to go get a quarterback. You got to go get a quarterback. Right? I need 16 more games out of this guy with this reconstructed leg and knee. Right. That's the reason why I like you had to you had to kick the ties around with Haskins a little bit more right. to see what you had. But dropping him to third. Real quickly. So, speaking of kicking the ties around and see what you have, I'm going to go back real quick to the Falcons. Matt Schaub is the backup. Matt who Schaub. else? Who Matt else is Schaub there? Is 40 years old. But I'm saying, who else is there Nobody. now to see – if Atlanta needs to obviously draft a quarterback, but what do you do? You, there is no third string quarterback to say, well, let's put him in and see if we need to get no, somebody you, or do we have a successor? You sound like me and saying that's the reason why you needed to get rid of Matt and Julio to get I draft know, picks so you had right. something to jump up. You needed right. to make a decision right now about what you wanted to do for the future. But like now, so they're out of it. These are This is the time these last three yeah. games where you put in that rookie quarterback or that one who hasn't played to see – what you need yeah. to do as far as that position is concerned. Well, that's why they're going to wind up. They might wind up with a pretty good GM, but I think they're going to wind up with a rehash, right, right. a rehash but, head coach. But yeah, back to the Washington team. Like I agree, the quarterback position is the glaring position now. And you, you and you just set yourself back possibly another year to two to get one. In my opinion, unless you feel well, the same for us. Yeah. I mean, that's the best I've seen my Bears play on both sides. Of, well, I take that back. Defense and special teams has always done well. Mm. Offensive side of the ball, Trubisky looked great. And, but it was you know, against the Texans. But it was against the Texans. Yo, again, take, take it with a grain of salt. So, again, <laughs> there's another team like us looking for a quarterback yeah. in a draft. But I think you all are more in the position to say you grab a cam if New England decides to walk away from which I don't think they're going to do. I don't think but right. you But you you also can be in the in the sweepstakes if Atlanta decides to put Matt Ryan on the on the block. To get you just need a veteran quarterback because you have a team. Everything right now else is in place. Is there to make an actual run? Right. Yeah. That's not the case. With y'all are still developing because your team is young. Yes. Yes. You so you all are built it. for the long haul. You may to, not. You may to have not, that quarterback to grow yeah, with. You may not have like because Haskins, but you needed to properly kick them tires around, and right. they did not. Right. What else you got? Um, Kansas City. Um, uh, Miami played them tough. Play them tough. Mahomes horrible at first, and then, but that's the thing. I don't care. I, I tweeted out, unless it's five minutes ago and you down by twenty one. Kansas City is always in the game. They're like the Golden State Warriors yeah. a couple of years ago when it was like it doesn't matter about a lead. They, they unless you up by like fifteen yeah. with a minute and a half left, they they come yeah. in waves. They, they and they make you <laughs> like you should go into a Kansas City game thinking you a game out of the playoffs. <laughs> So fourth down should always be on the table. Always, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> you should always be in desperate mode. So yeah. it, it because if you get behind, you're gonna get desperate mode anyway. So you <laughs> might as well go into that game being like you know fourth and one on my thirty five. I, I might, I, 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 I might go, go for it. it. I might because I need to, I need to have as many possessions as they're gonna have. I need to maximize my possessions. I can't. I can't play this, you know, field position or whatever because it don't matter where I'm and at. And how about the trust? It don't on, matter where they're at. And how about the trust on fourth and one to let Mahomes throw the ball? But and they got to keep again to keep the ball. Yeah. And to, they got an automatic kicker. It don't matter where he at. Like it does. They <laughs> and Travis Kelsey putting up numbers right now. That's just yeah. ridiculous. It's, it's, so you go into the game, knowing, but they're going to need a strong running game. Cause I don't, uh, fourth and one, I still want to hand the ball, the ball off. off. Yeah, yeah, right on pass, but you know. But I think the part of that is, you know, if you had the trust to throw the ball at that situation, now when it's a fourth down, 
you don't know what Kansas City's going to do. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, can true, run true. it, throw it. Right. They might call it deep out. All of that. <laughs> you don't so know. You got to stay in base package. Right. <laughs> so, and now they had, I think for the first time all season, it seemed like the special teams on the punt return, the kick return, because Harmon ran Harman one, ran, ran one back. back. So now if I get some free, if I get some free bunnies, <laughs> it's a problem. It's, <laughs> it's a problem. I'm getting free bunnies. Uh, Steelers <laughs> have lost the last two games. Not no listen. running game. None you can't up. 47 total yards rushing, like you speaking to base package. You can sit up there and just play nickel the entire game because mm-hmm. you know Ben has to throw the ball. There is nobody mm-hmm. that you remotely have to stack the box and I worry will about. I say this though, I'd rather them have these problems now because they got four games to figure it out. How, yeah, they got to figure and, it out. And, and going into then them having to play be you know 17 and or have been you know 15 and old 15 and one, and you don't have that time to figure it out. And I honestly think not being a number one seed, they don't need that extra two weeks. They need to play it out. Play it out. Play it out. So these two losses that are in disguise, uh, to me, is a blessing in disguise for them because you know what you need to fix. What you got to address. I think the one thing you can fix easy and quickly is a run game compared to, say, if you New England and you want to get into the, into the playoff, I, ain't got, I don't have no wide receivers. I can't fix no passing game. Right. But I can fix a run game. I can game. fix a running game. So, um, Taysom Hill took his first loss as a backup for Drew Brees, losing to Philly 24-21. Jalen Hurts played a, a great game his first his first um, starting. Philadelphia got to have a problem. Do they? What did they do with Wentz? You you got to keep him because of the money. And I and I can right now I can name three teams right now that might pay him if they in the situation. They, it's possible. You, you gotta look. You gotta look into trading him. Yeah, yeah. It's At possible. least to take that. I mean, they're not going to just cut him. No. No, 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 no. They're no. not going to cut but him. I, but I can they, name three teams right now, and I'm, t- I'm sitting next to one of them. It's, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> With Chicago? Yeah. yeah. So I said, I'm sitting but we there. already took foes. We can't take another Philadelphia quarterback. You took the wrong one. I know. Philadelphia should have paid foes. They should have Right. He was great in the backup Back. role anyway. But Winston's problem, he holding on to the ball too long. And we Good, saw – nobody throw to. And it all ain't his fault. It all in his – well, and some of it is for holding on to yeah. it. Yeah. Throw it away. Um, again, this goes back to what I was saying. You gotta have a quarterback who is at least somewhat mobile. You saw that. Uh, what was it? Second and eleven from like the two yard line. Um, Jalen Hurts ran around the end because nobody was open and got a first down. Stand the place, yeah. Say, he, and he's not a run first. Type. Run first. Well, he showed in Oklahoma he was more of a passer. He than was a, a passer. Runner. Right. And Alabama. And they, Alabama, they, they made him a runner. More of a runner. So he. he now again, San Fran can look at say, do I go after Wentz? Wentz, Wentz moves enough around. He, you know, he moves enough around, around right. to fit into that that uh, system out there in San Fran that Shanahan high. But so do they, you rush Drew Brees back? No, I don't even know. Even why. though you don't have the number one seed, because Green well, Bay was, right now has it. He was close to being back for this game, and they're saying, well, well, it's best that we hold him for Week 15. Yeah. Uh, I don't this, play him against um, Kansas City. You, you don't. You don't. You don't gain anything by showing your hand. Um, but I do want the number one seed because I don't want to have to play in Green Bay. What they need in to January. do. You got to get. In my opinion, you do have a game, quote unquote, to throw away. Start Winston. Start Jamie. Right. You're right. Start Winston. I already know what I can do with the Swiss Army knife with Taysom. With, with Taysom. I need to know if Hill gets hurt. What I got with Winston. Winston, or if you if the teams take that that playbook from from Philadelphia and, and make him read some more. But I, if I'm Winston, I 
I don't want to play at this point because my value is going up the more that I'm not playing. The same, it, it, this would happen with Teddy Bridgewater. He played five games in the middle of the season yeah. and it turned into a $20 million yeah, a year contract. So if I'm not playing, my value is going up. But if I'm New Orleans, looking for you to play. But now. if I'm New Orleans, I still got. I don't care. Drew Brees had 11 broken ribs. He's a hit away from he's being on the sideline again, and he's and a year away from go ahead and calling it quits. Yeah, but I know, I know for a fact I can't win a Super Bowl with Taysom. No, you thought maybe the first two games, but Philadelphia showed you last night you can't. He can't win, and one. they got, Philly got a good defense, but it ain't a great yeah. defense. I need to know what Winston has right right now because I need to win a Super Bowl. So yeah, Winston. You ain't got to too play, many more chances. But with I need this team. to. I need to play him. So I got a game to throw away right now. If you want to call it a throwaway game, I, and if I got somebody that can go toe to toe with airing it out, I'd rather see Winston airing it out against Kansas City than Taysom Hill. Any day. That's been proven. <laughs> hey man, we got to get up out of here. Um, before we get out of here, um, eight years we've been doing this. Uh, appreciate everybody from our days at Smash Mouth to WIGO to here at 1100, uh, Cap TV. Um, new you. platforms, Twitch. Twitch, yes. See what y'all about now. <laughs> Facebook and, and uh, YouTube. We don't own the rights, so stop blocking. <laughs> stop blocking. We put stuff out there. We don't own the rights. We say it all the time. Y'all say all we got to say is we don't own the rights. We should be good. We don't own the we rights. Don't own the rights. Probably need to say it at the beginning. Uh, follow <laughs> DNA Sports Talk on Twitter, DNA Sports Talk on, on Twitch, DNA Sports Talk on Instagram, DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat, DNA Sports Talk on Facebook. Reach us directly, DNA Sports Talk at Gmail website, uh, www.dnasportstalk.com. Back here next Monday on WWE 1100 AM. See y'all next week. Eight years in the game. Peace. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so.